on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Situation sounds she very great, ready. bruh. <laughs> Say what? It sounds like a very like great area situation. That chick was crazy, man. She wanted to date and like, but like she told me she didn't want me every month. Oh, like huh? we've all yeah. had somebody like that every month. But they was, act like they don't. They act like they do, but they say they don't. Yeah, every month it was like yeah. It was like oh, I can't do this with you. Da, da, da. <laughs> then, oh. then she'll come back. We'll have sex. I can't do this with you. She come back. <laughs> probably turns her on. I don't know. It might have been you. It, it, I, it probably was me. <laughs> well, you might have been doing too much. I don't want this ain't shit, nigga. But yeah. the nigga be fucking me good. Right. I mean, <laughs> it ain't that much out here in the world. Yeah. It's like, you know what? <laughs> fuck it. I can, I can just fuck him. <laughs> I'll be fine. I, I eventually just stopped talking to him. Oh. What a waste. Poor baby. Stop, my nigga. <laughs> Stop, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I think we good. Uh, this week, mm-hmm. we're going to play some of the smooth sounds of Darius Logan. This one's called Whole Time. Let's go. Yo, my neighbor about to be on my neck. Is she out there? Yeah. Let me for the whole time. Let me for the whole time. But nigga, it's almost 12 o'clock. Like, bitch, get up. Your neighbor, you think she sleep? <laughs> yeah, I might be working an overnight at Amazon, bro. She's a principal. She a preacher. She a principal. Oh. Like, she said, I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Like, get up again. I got a hangover. She probably was at the liquor house last night. Happy Monday to her then. Give it to me. What up, What up, what up? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You're now live inside episode 79. 79 with the Kitty Shit Podcast. Alright, I've been working on this all week. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You already know Give me what's what you up. got. Alright, to my left, to my left, to my left. It's my boy. It's my partner. It's my dog, Jukebox Johnny, aka <laughs> Crown Daddy. Okay. AKA Crown Poppy. Okay. Catch him at Infuse on Saturdays buying five dollar crown all night triple shots only. Daddy, are you on the radio? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know for I that. fucked that shit up somewhere. Thank you. Ladies call him Crown Poppy. That's what it was. You don't call me Crown Poppy. I, I will never not. call you Crown Poppy. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right is the beautiful, the lovely, the talented. Uh we're so grateful to have her here. Our co-host, Miss Nita. How you doing, Miss Nita? I'm doing Mike's still coming in low. Oh, man. Is it me? It may get up on it. I'm trying. Uh, if I get <laughs> any closer, that's going to be in my mouth. Okay, yes. 
That's yeah. I, I need you to get on it. I, oh, I never, I never. Yeah. It's like that's the mic nobody has to really get close to. And Who knows, it, I, bro? I think today it's gonna have to go that way. Maybe it's the cords. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we're back for another week um, of the show. Thank you, Nita, for uh, coming in, co-hosting this week. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course, of course. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody who listened to episode 78 of the Kick Shit Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, everybody who tunes in week in, week out. Listen, I don't know how you found this podcast, but this podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and CastBox. Subscribe, follow, and leave comments and all that good shit. Um, how's everybody doing? Doing pretty good, man. A little under the weather right now. Got a little cough brewing up, but it's only bad at night. It's like rough at night. All right. All right. You know, so just you put, stay over there. Exactly. Just put a little, <laughs> little Vicks vapor rub on it at night. I'll be good. All right. Um, <laughs> Vicks. I had a lady from my job tell me put Vicks on my feet. Oh, yeah. I do that too. Okay. It's good for the crust. It's good for the crust on the back of your heels. I'm going this way. Nita, how's, <laughs> how's it going? Well, I'm doing all right. All right I just all need right. you to get a scrub. <laughs> and a little eggs. Uh, eggs. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Vicks on the feet. She said, "Put the Vicks on your feet to help you get better." And I'm like, ah. "Oh, she's using it for another reason." Oh, nah, you over here talking about crusty feet? That's what I thought it was for. <laughs> yeah. like, they say you put it on the back of your heels and put a sock on, and then when you wake up, you, your foot will be soft. Oh, you think it's just Vaseline? Yeah, Vaseline. Damn. <laughs> Yo, um. <laughs> All right, Sam. Miss Nita, how you we going? It is going all right. Um, I'm here. I'm awake. That's about it. <laughs> it, it is early. It is early. Football Sunday. I'm gonna try to get y'all out of here in time enough so y'all can go enjoy y'all Sunday with the games and everything. Um, Eagles play today? No, y'all got to buy. I think because so. Alshon Jeffries on my team. Y'all have a buy. I'm glad you know because I don't <laughs> she just talks shit. I do. I do. I'm like, oh, we won. Thank you. <laughs> go to the office Monday with you. You know. Yeah, yeah, nigga, we won. What y'all, what y'all team looking like? I haven't even. I can't even invest in my team because I'm so invested in fantasy football. I'm like. Did I win this week? <laughs> yeah, fuck that's a bad that. thing about it. But it forced you to like know football a little bit more because you watch more games. I'm not even watching shit. I'm guessing. <laughs> Pulling <laughs> niggas in the lineup. I'm reading articles it on is, But some people pay that shit for money. Like, that's their job. Nah, I've heard that. But I can't keep up with it. I've looked at it. It's got lines and pluses and minuses. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's too much. I'm not good at math. We, um. Yeah, me either, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are the over-unders. The... That's what you're looking at more so, the over-unders. Um, the numbers, are like the projections, what they're projected to do. But I'm with you. I'm not good at that shit either. So I'm just kind of like, I look at the projections, and that's how I pick who the fuck is going to be on my lineup. Sometimes I go with my gut. but Yeah. And then that. they got they give you, like, experts, advice. And it's like, what made them an expert? Oh, like, why much. am I listening to them? Yeah. Why, it's why, serious. Yeah, it's serious. Okay. All right, man. Um. What was it? Oh, last week, last week. So last week, y'all got an episode. Me and my boy Jukebox was out in L.A. Shout out to L.A. L.A. was great. It was, it was different. It's a big ass place. Uh, we met a lot of different people. We yeah. met a. Um, uh, it's a new experience. Never been to L.A. First time in L.A. L.A. is dope. Um, we got to sit down with an artist named Darius Logan, who you'll hear from inside the Kick Shit segment. Um, that was his song at the beginning. He was on Insecure, so you'll hear that with Kick Shit with Darius during that segment. Um, also, while I was out in LA, we went to Complex Con. Complex Con is, uh, I guess, a celebration of fashion culture, art culture, just that whole hipster scene. 
um, out in Long Beach. Man, first of all, shout out to fucking Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach is very nice. If I go back, I'll probably stay in Long Beach. Yeah. What if much I was to do to, in L.A.? If I was to move to California, well, I think there's things to do in L.A., just not downtown. I got you. So Hollywood, Beverly Hills, things of that nature. But Long Beach was, I, I'm like, yo, if I was ever leave Charlotte and move to California, I like Long Beach. Yeah. Long Beach showed love. And so... That's what's up, Shannon's. The bar we went to to watch the fights. Glad Shannon's, you know the name. Shannon's was pretty. <laughs> yeah, Shannon's was pretty live, um, and Complex Con was pretty live. I've pretty never cool. been to a place in America. I think the the whole trip of LA, the whole shit that tripped me out is you can smoke weed legally. So wherever yeah, you and I go, I kept wanting to like hide my weed. Yeah, like <laughs> so like, wherever oh shit, you the cops. go, it's like they're smoking <laughs> and they're blowing in front of the cops. Um, it was and like they had like a food. Uh, what would you call it? Like a uh, like, like a food a, truck a, type thing, a food court, but it was food trucks. Food trucks, and it was a yeah. big ass stand, and like they just out there laid out on towels, eating food, smoking weed, yeah, that sitting at like picnic paradise. tables. It really it, was. It really I'm like, was. Yo, this is. I see why people like Cali so much. It's right. just hippies everywhere. It was. It was. It was fantastic. Um, got to see the read. The read live. The read live. Really? Shout out to the yeah. read. Yeah, we oh seen the read live. It was really good. Oh, really good. Uh, seen their manager. We sat right next to Alex. Yep. That Shout out to dope. Alex. Shout yeah. out to Alex. <laughs> I hit her up in the DM. She ain't said nothing yet. But, you know, usually <laughs> they say seen. It don't say seen. So maybe she ain't even she looked at it yet. She got a thousand DMs. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what else? We see what? DJ Academics was yeah, there. Yeah, DJ Academics ran around to him the at the airport, too. Ran, up, ran into him at the airport. We ran into uh, Jada Kiss. Yeah, Jada Kiss was right behind us at the Champion Store. Um, The, the little, you want to bitch in the little girl that came up to you and said subscribe to my youtube oh yeah channel. some little girl getting out pimped out by her mom she's like uh pick up his phone and subscribe subscribe for him I'm like, how you know i want to subscribe to this shit well he does the same she's thing trying to get this money okay? yeah, yeah he's like i'm about to pimp my daughter i feel that um what else uh the little black boy from good boys ah we met him <laughs> at the barbershop barber my boy <laughs> shout out don man don really showed us california more so than la yeah we, we got to see a lot of california while we was there we went into the mountains of california we drove through Beverly Hills, but I mean, it was more like a work trip because I felt like we did, did got a lot done yeah. as far as like networking and, and meeting people and shit like that. It really did. And the Clippers game was dope. Oh, yeah. I forgot we went to the Clippers game. How um, long were y'all there? Five fucking <laughs> days. Five, so that's why I'm sick. Week. My immune system shot. <laughs> But we was like, there Thursday, wilding? so we got there Thursday in the same amount of time that you would wake up on your day off. And so, therefore, when we got there, we were able to get to where we were going, cop the essentials as far as the liquor and all that good stuff, and then say, all right, let's, what are we doing tonight? But the only thing that fucked us up on Halloween was the time change. My man, he had to crap out early, which I understand, because I crapped out early with him. We started 10 o'clock, I say, was the time that we started to fall asleep daytime. It's one o'clock here, and we love basketball. So we literally sitting in the game. We've been drinking and eating, like we having a good time. And I was like, <laughs> at the game. Yes, at the yeah, game. Yeah, we were both falling asleep at the game. <laughs> oh wow! And everybody around us full of energy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then oh, and the crazy part is you can smell the reefer at the Clippers game. Yeah, like dudes, you can bring your pen in and you smell it. You just smell yeah. weed everywhere, man. It's so it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's, I'm. It's one of those places that I think, like he said, two times a year. If you could get out there, get out there. Yeah. It's just I would like to go to um they got like a spot in California called Big Bears, like the mountains. Kinda like when people go to uh Pigeon Forge or whatever up here and they rent out like a house. I would like to go up there and blow some weed. Mo- most that definitely. Like in the mountains, see some bears and shit. 
know if I want to see a bear high. Oh, okay. You might be right. <laughs> I might be overthinking it right now. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's what I want. One thousand percent. You know, freak the fuck out. But yeah, LA was love, man. Um, so shout out to Complex Con, shout out to LA, shout out to Don, shout out to Darius, uh, shout out to everybody we met out there. Um, we'd be back out there. Shout out Lone Beach, everything. California yeah. loves. And you gotta let us borrow the studio. Look out here. Oh man, what is that nigga? Tra- was it Travis? Ah, the studio nigga was dope. He was a cool guy. I fuck with the studio nigga. The studio nigga's my dog. Um ah. and we made connections, so hold on. It's finally saved his name in my phone. Lawrence. Oh, all right, cool. Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence. Shout out to Lawrence, man, for letting us use the studio that day, man. Um, the studio was dope. Definitely want to go back and shoot like a video in that joint in the seating area, quote unquote. But um, the studio had like a storefront. Okay. <laughs> and it was like in the back. Like it was like a place where you could like shoot like Oprah and then it was like a music studio. Mm-hmm. And the guy had mentioned that he had just mixed her a couple weeks ago before we got there. So I'm like, wow, like, so. So what it, kind of video are you trying to shoot in there? Like, you nah, just, no, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to just, just a little content for the podcast. It's, it's oh, just okay. a little content for the podcast. They're crazy. Yeah. They're crazy. <laughs> All right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was uh, that was uh, this was our recap of L.A. Man. Um, so like we always do about this time, man. Let's go ahead and dive into these politics with Jukebox Johnny, man. Oh shit, I'm off, see? I'm off. My bad. See what happened when you put niggas in the spotlight. <laughs> Alright, man. I'm back, man. Be back. Back in North Carolina. Alright. <laughs> Hey, man, so uh, I don't know if you guys know this guy, Beto O'Rourke. He is a Democratic candidate. He dropped out. He dropped out the race. Yeah, he said, I'm done with this. I'm done with politics. I don't got a chance of winning. I'm going to let somebody else win. Did we clap for this? Fuck it. Why not? Clap for it. <laughs> for trying, at least. It's hard. Can you imagine saying, hey, I want to be president one day? That's some bullshit. Yeah. I would never do it. I don't Plus, I got too many like skeletons in my closet. They can bring up nudes to pop up. Definitely, that'd be the first <laughs> thing to pop up. I'm like, nah, that ain't me. That's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like skin tone wise, but exactly. yeah. <laughs> Could y'all imagine being in school and um, you gotta stay there at six o'clock in the afternoon before you go home? Uh, no. Well, Kamala Harris is introducing a bill that will have kids at school until six in the afternoon. Feel sorry um, for you, she folks. said they won't be learning, but she wants to like after school programs and like things where they can learn trades and stuff like that. So it sounds like a good idea, but I can't be at school all fucking day, especially nah. when I'm like in high school. I'm like, nah, I'm going home. Cause my mom get home around five thirty. They give me like two hours to get some ass. You know how it was in high school. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I feel you. But damn, I can see if it was optional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good idea if it's optional, but I think she's trying to just everybody. Niggas trying to get home and smoke weed, man. Yeah, so much stuff you got to do before your parents get yeah, home. Yeah, you got shit to do. <laughs> she's trying to fuck up everything. Oh, Whole so, childhood. Um, Donald Trump, apparently he was uh, stealing from his do- his uh, charity, so now he's got to pay $2 million ordered by a judge in New York. So we clap for that, right? Yeah, let's clap for it. <laughs> clap for it. So pretty much what happened, he... um. 
he had a charity and he was misusing the funds from the charity to do like private things with his life. And uh, they went through his like accounting records and realized that, you know, he shouldn't have been taking these plane trips, um, shouldn't have been buying these certain things with the money from the charity. So he's ordered to pay two million dollars back to the charity. White people shit. Yeah. One thousand percent like uh, getting divorced. Yeah. White people. So white people game. <laughs> All right. And then have you heard about the MAGA challenge? Ah, oh, now I seen this on my <laughs> timeline, but I didn't. I I didn't want to hit play on the video. Yeah, so pretty much, you, he wants somebody to make up a rap song about uh, "Make America Great Again," right. and whoever has the best songs, he gonna get to hang with Donald Trump, win your little money, get to come to the Republican National Convention and perform your song. So oh, I mean, so I remember, I know you used to rap back in the day. <sighs> so you think you could do it? Think you could come up with a MAGA? I'm retired. Kanye gonna be pissed if somebody make a better song than him though. I'm I can see retired. that you think, now. You think he's drawing in in this challenge? <laughs> Probably. If this it if it takes off, crazy. I can see him like I got the best MAGA song. But they said the the challenge started back in like September. The yeah. Dude, and he was like, I'm doing for the people what Kanye West should have been doing or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Like, Stupid dude, man. <laughs> Yes. And then the thing is, it started back then. It still ain't took off. Ain't nobody out here doing no MAGA challenge. Well, now that Donald Trump has retweeted it, maybe so. I'm pretty sure it's about to get real red out here. It, oh, definitely about to get real red. <laughs> red neck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Gonna be the white white people version of Old Town Road. But the, it's a black <laughs> dude that started it. Oh yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Blacks for Trump. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Yeah, man, working oh, for your gosh. slave master. And then uh, Donald Trump Jr. was on The View this week. I don't know if y'all saw the clips of him and Whoopi Goldberg going at it. They went back it. at it? Yeah, they were going at it. He got he was on a book tour. Um, and Whoopi was basically calling his dad out on a whole bunch of stuff, and he was saying Whoopi was lying. And then he told Joy that she did blackface back in the day. I don't know if y'all seen that picture of her. It, it, she looked tan. Yeah, it looked like she just had a really bad tan, and then she had like a white people perm, so it looked like an afro. So I don't think it was blackface. Blackface is a little blatant. You can tell yeah. if somebody trying to do blackface. I think she just had a really bad spray tan, and she just so happened to have a perm, and she was trying to look like um, Foxy Brown, but the white uh, version, the white Jewish version of Foxy Brown. <laughs> she wanted to tan it up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Oh. But that's it for politics, man. Oh, man. All right, man, we're going to go ahead and dive into this interview with Darius Logan, artist Darius Logan. That's D-E-R-R-I-U-S, Logan. If you search Trap Logan on Instagram, he'll pop right up. You may know this artist from the soundtrack of Insecure's Season 3, the song You Can Tell, or we got him in the studio while we was out in Los Angeles. So enjoy the sit-down two-on-one with Darius Logan for me and Jukebox, and let us know what you think. Let's go. Hey. The audio that you're about to hear was pre-recorded November 3rd, 
2019 in Los Angeles, California on Sunset Boulevard at the studios of our boy Lawrence. So if it sounds a little bit different, please bear with us. But it's been a great interview. Now let's introduce Darius. All right, today aside KSP on our Kick It Shit segment, we got artist Darius Logan. Hey. Hey man, what up? How you doing? Thanks, bro. Glad to be here. Glad to be fucking we're, with you. We're actually happy to finally meet you, man. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. Good Matter yeah. of fact, we've been. I ain't even gonna lie to the listeners. We've been talking to him probably about thirty minutes already. <laughs> this is it. Definitely. And it's gonna be a lot of. I think we're gonna get <laughs> a lot out of this one, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, first thing we like to do is a little icebreaker. A uh, little fun icebreaker. If you listen to our show, if you heard our show, we we laugh, we have fun, we talk mm-hmm. shit, we're we're wild. So yeah, yeah. plenty so, of shit talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. So this is how we do it. We got a list of questions. We're gonna give you sixty seconds. Oh shit! You just spit the questions off real All fast. Right. I'm gonna try. Um, I'm, give me the answers I realize as quick as I've possible. I'm doing this shit really slow, so I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, so we gonna set it up, it up, man, and just spit your answers out. If you make it to the end, you're the first person to do it. Oh, All wow. right. <laughs> you ready for me? Yeah, set the top. All right, no doubt. All right, we on? All right, coffee or tea? Coffee. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. White liquor or dark liquor? Dark. Martin Luther King or Barack Obama? Oh, shit. <laughs> Barack. Jordan or LeBron? Le- uh, LeBron. Ali or Tyson? Tyson. Mac and cheese or potato salad? Mac and cheese. New clothes or new shoes? Ooh. New- oh, shit. New, new, new clothes. <laughs> Grapes or watermelon? Oh shit! Watermelon. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Ass or tits? Oh. Ass. Would you rather know the day you're going to die or how you're going to die? Uh, how I'm going to die. Would you rather have dick-sized nipples or a nipple-sized? <laughs> Yo. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Jackpot. Dick-sized nipples. <laughs> No, I'd rather give up sex for a year or masturbation for a lifetime. Uh, sex for a year. All right, that's oh, it. Oh, man. That's crazy. That was cold. I feel you, man. Yo, you, you are the first person to get past the dick for a nipple. Okay. Yeah, that's for everybody. I'm like, hold on, what? Yeah, Which yeah, one no, would I, I have? Listen, that's tricky as fuck, but it I just realized, true. like, you can have strange nipples and figure it out. But, like, exactly. if your dick is short... You, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, you can't do it. That's what I said. You ain't doing nothing. It's kind of an easy one when you really put it in the context. <laughs> I, well, actually, the first time I heard it, I couldn't. I was like, what? Yeah. Me, my dick. And I don't want no odd nipples. Yeah. The odd nipples are weird already. Like, <laughs> yeah. Challenge. But niggas, niggas survive. Niggas have odd <laughs> nipples and still survive. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true, man. Appreciate that, man. That was... Yeah, no, that was golden. <laughs> no, that's just fun as fuck. Man. Appreciate it, man. I made it. <laughs> All right, for the listeners, man, we out here in L.A., man, Ooh. kicking it with uh, Darius, man. Listen, um, I take it you from L.A. You from L.A.? Absolutely. All right, born and raised? Born and raised, man. No All input over the city. Nah, okay. nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, all right, I was uh, no, listen, I'm a supporter of all implants and everybody who's moving out here to do amazing shit. I love you guys. You guys are here. Thank you, But I, I realize that people that move from wherever they come from and they come here, a lot of times they carry different energy because they're not from here. Yeah. So they're like, they come from Arizona or wherever, and they're like, I gotta make it. And so everybody they meet, they have this context of like, can you help with my career? I and got if you, you can't, then they don't really fuck with you. Or they have a weird energy, and then people come to me like, oh, I don't really fuck with LA. I don't like people from LA. And it's like, you haven't even met anybody from LA. Well, LA yeah, yeah. You met a nigga that was from Mexico that really wanted to do music and move to LA. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting little 
experience. But I fuck with LA. I love people that are here because they realize that it's valuable. And again, I feel like I was just sharing with y'all. Like, I'm just realizing how valuable this shit is. It's, yeah. it's the mecca of some really special shit. Yeah, yeah, if you're trying to get on, this is yeah. definitely the place to be. I've Pretty been cool. to New York. It's a little different, but this yeah, is yeah. where it is. I mean, and again, I fuck with New York. Yeah. Again, Atlanta is amazing. Like, yep. That everyone, that we all have our pockets, and they're all good at different shit. I take it um, you're from Lamert, the Lamert Park area. Facts, yes. yes. That's why he is an example for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What, is, what is that like? Because coming from Charlotte, of course, all we know is... You go to L.A. and it's Compton and it's Inglewood and it's sure. Watts. Yeah. But the only time I had ever heard of Lemur Park was watching Moesha. So, like, what's oh, that shit. like? That's hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Lemur Park is magic because it was, like, the home of, of, like, really dope jazz musicians. They fucking did some crazy, like, pop-up shits. Like, uh, like real classic hip-hop shit just came from there. And then, again, as it's continued to grow, then we've got artists like Dom and myself that are, like, doing independent shit and somehow from... You know, people may not be able to see the impact, but like, if you look and you know, oh, this I don't know how this artist that I ain't never heard of is on this TV show, but like, it must be putting in some work somewhere. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. it changes the perspective of what is necessary to be an independent, successful artist. True. I mean, your music is very creative. Thank you. Like, yes. well, yeah, we were checking it out, looked at Thank a couple you. videos. It's yeah. not something you could put in a box. Yeah, yeah. It's. I love uh, that. I think I described it as a mix of reggae and it's because I heard some reggae vibes. I heard some like neo soul, new R and B, and some rap in there. It's, it's, it's just a like lot of different everything. Shit. Yeah, no, Lamar Park is a melting melting pot, bro. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you are gonna get all the different vibes. You are gonna see so many different types of people. You are gonna see people see people with the motherfucking hair wraps on, playing drum circles every. I think it's like Saturday or Sunday, but then you still gonna see niggas like banging on you across the street. You see <laughs> yeah, it's like niggas. All that shit was like all black owned for a really long time. So it's like all business entrepreneurs that that are there and their own bookstores with history and shit. So it's like you're getting every single part of the culture, and that's really why I started to do this thing that was called the culture. It's because I wanted to kind of bring all of these different elements that I feel like make up an actual culture to us, who I, th- I feel like we've been torn apart from culture. Or we don't really have one and so it's a mix of these different things that people kind of shrug at and look at like this strange until uh, some white people co-sign it that kind of steers me towards now meeting you talking to you listening to the music knowing where you come from you describe your music as black music so yeah, yeah. that's that's it yeah. is that why no, you describe right. it as that because it sounds like so much shit is like right I don't I have at least for the this beginning part of my career, I've tried my best not to give myself a box and really allow the listeners to like give me a box. The the one that you fuck with the most, that's what I'm going to be like. Oh, people like this. Let me continue to try to understand what the fuck about this is so special because I look at it like an an artist, like a painter. Like I'm just painting shit. And I'm just doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I do what I feel, do what I'm inspired to do, and then I share it. And some of y'all are like, oh, this one stands out to me, or this one's really special. Can I get one like this? Oh, okay, you like that. Oh, oh, cool. So you like when I use the yellow, when I do circles. Okay, tight, tight. That's how you define the style anyway. I think my vibe was uh, whole time. Yeah. That joint was hard. I love that. That's, that's tight. That yeah, hard. yeah. And really, that's the, like, I've seen the response of the music that I released before, and that's really where this whole new thing that I'm doing called Loverboy Trap came from. It's yeah. like people love this music that is like, it's two women and it's four women. But it's still relatable. I'm still kind of talking a little bit of shit. I'm still kind of giving whatever. I'm gassing a little bit to where it's like it it does both. 
But I feel like right now I'm realizing we don't really have music for women to fuck with that is trap. We yep. have like trap shit where bitch in this shit with yep. it. Or we got fucking Daniel Caesar just fucking singing some beautiful ass melodies. And like there's nothing in between that's like, oh, if this beat hard, but also my nigga is like um, a, a, whole, a whole ass human, like a whole ass guy, like a man that likes girls. Yeah, mm, yeah, exactly. Likes women? Wow, he's not shitting on them the entire song? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. And it's like, so when I realized that, it took me a second. I started to make still a lot more music that was other shit, and I started to play it for people. And I was seeing, like, oh, this thing is something that people are looking for. So as much as I could, like, do some dope-ass rap shit, this is the thing that if I put this out, people are going to be like, oh, like, you the guy that does the blank. Yeah. And, yeah. and I like to be able to have something that's real specific, that people are like, oh, I come to come to you for this. It's cool that you can do all this, but the reason why I'm here is because whole time and fucking sidekick and like you want or whatever. Exactly. So is that how you got on Insecure? Just that's, song? It really, they found bro. It? I, I, I was, I was, um, my whole shit, like, I was working at this place called Panera Bread. Hey, I got the app on my phone I'm right now. Panera. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Delete it. Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> so I was working at this place called Panera. I was a cashier. I worked there for like three months. I'm just, you know, really, my, my wife, like I'm saying, she was like in transition from what she was doing. And I'm like working on this music shit. And I'm not really getting consistent pay. And I'm like, all right, well, nigga, got to go to work. Got to make some money to make sure that we can move mm-hmm. to this new apartment that we're moving in. Because rent going up where we was living at before in downtown LA. So we moved back to Inglewood. And while we, uh, and I started to work at Panera, fortunately, right as we moved. So, like, I'm able to kind of uphold the basics and all that shit. And I was there for a few months. And I started to ask people around, how long you been working here? 15 years. I'm almost the manager now. How long Ooh. you been working? 10 years. And I'm like, fuck. Like, to me, this is an in-between. This isn't the place that you go and say, I'm going to build a career off of working at this quasi-fast food restaurant. Like, it's not <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's not it. So I was like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to release a song a week every week until something happens something gotta happen and I started to tell people I'm not gonna be here in three months I'm not gonna be here in three more months I'm not gonna be here I'm not gonna be here yeah. and so I started to release started to release started to release and uh, Issa and Insecure they hit me up like yo we heard this song it's called Bring It Back we fuck with that uh, we wanna use it on the show and that was the first opportunity that I was like oh this shit working so they reached out yeah, yeah. Every show. Oh, that's hard. How were you Blessings. getting the music out? Where you just plug in tweets? I was just uh... listen. I was just dr- like legit. Like you know, I've been doing music for a really long time, so I already kind of had a base. But like, it's one thing to have a base; it's nothing to have um, forward motion. And so I had to like really push it into perspective and say like, what as an artist, what does success look like to me? Does it look like oh, when I get a million plays and I can release a new song? Does it look like oh, I can re- like me getting people to view me as an artist means that I'm doing the right thing? Like, what is it? Yeah. And I really so for me, at least for that step, it was changing my like public perception from guy that does music to music artist. Mm. And so the way that I said how I can do that is I'm going to control how I use all social media now. I can't use social media like a regular person. I can't go putting what I ate today. I can't go doing me fucking walking around playing with my son. Like right now, the focus and this this outreach to Instagram, Twitter, all that shit is a medium for me to communicate as an artist. So every time you see me, you hear my voice. Every time you see me, it's a new song. Every time you see me, I'm in the studio. So then you were able to associate me like not as like a person that does music or like his hobby on his in-between time. I'm an artist. 
you may not heard my shit, you may not even fuck with my shit, but when you like, oh no, that nigga rapping, you know, see, that nigga rapping, he's a rapper or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like that's the first step to I feel like success is um, having the world view you as whatever thing you want to do, because mm-hmm. you always gonna view yourself as the best as whatever. And so the next thing is how do what do I have to do? What do I have to put out into the universe? What do I have to think? What do I put out into the world to then have the world look at me like I'm the best? Because you wait, niggas wake up feeling like the best. Exactly, yeah, you with got no to. work done. You feel me? So it's like, <laughs> all right, cool. So what? So what is the what's the in between that now turns you from thinking you the best in the mirror, like nigga, you the best ever do it, nigga, to like yo dog being like yo, you really killing this shit right now. Yeah, for me, hard. it was releasing music. I got That's you. Hard. Yeah. yeah, and consistency, I think, is also key, especially in the industry now. Yeah. I feel like you, you have to stay hot. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to keep putting stuff out because everybody's putting out music Every and week. it's easy to put it out. Yeah. You can sit from your bedroom and just legit. put out a song. Yeah, legit. Exactly. It's just, Throw it on SoundCloud. It's amazing, but I love the accessibility because it's, it's empowered me personally. I love it, so thank you. But also... With that accessibility for me, it's, it's more accessible for every single person on the planet. And so then you also have to say, like, all right, now, again, as an artist, market big. I have to go harder in all these other aspects. It can't just be doing a song because other niggas is putting out songs. All right, so what do what can I do that makes my song stand out from these other niggas? What can I do that makes my song stand out from these other artists that feel like they're also the best? Because I, f- I feel like once you hit play on my shit, that you know that my shit at least sounds different. You can feel, oh, this is a different thing than what is already going on here. But it's like, all right, how do I get you to press play? Yeah. So I've had to take other steps to make sure that I'm able to get people to press play. And now I do this thing called the culture, which is more about like going from getting you to press play and listen to the song, but also creating the world and the context around each release to where you actually understand where it comes from. It's one thing to release a song and then with no visual, and then people kind of create their own movie in their own mind and what they think you look like. I don't know if y'all remember, like, uh, Comeback Season? It was a mixtape. Exactly. Yeah. Drake mixtape. It was the first time that I had ever saw Drake's face. And when I saw that shit, I said, that ain't the same nigga. Oh, this ain't the nigga. The same. I said the same. Same, same the guy. Same. It can't be. Because this nigga right here is snapping. And look yeah. at who, I don't know. Who the fuck? He got a peacoat. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking a fall. And it's a, fucking and a feathers falling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fuck is this? This is not the same guy. He is bodying all the tracks. It's not the same yeah. guy who's gassing all these records. And I was like, all right. So, like, you know, it's it's... It took that second for me to realize, like, oh, fuck, like, there's a whole lot more shit going on that's just making dope-ass songs. And I, I, I don't know if that cover did a, a service to him or not. But I will say, like, even if we look at, at Drake's career now, he's very specific with the music videos that he releases. When he first came out and he did motherfucking Best I Ever Had, and he was like, this is the worst video, nigga, you stupid. Delete this shit. I don't I, even know if you can find that video now. I think it's still up no, there because Kanye there. directed that video. Yeah, exactly, yeah, it was bro. a nice and video. And niggas shat on that video. And he <laughs> was like, oh my God, why did you do this? Titties and girls bouncing. And like people perceived him as this really sweet guy. And, and then his first video yeah. is him dancing, his girls jumping around, and titties bouncing. It's like, that's not... I, I wanted you to write. I want yeah. you to be the college kid who like knocks on the door and opens the door and it's you like with flowers like that's what niggas imagine and it wasn't that and then that's where the pushback came so it's like creating the actual visual 
the actual experience to where when you hear the song, you listen to the music, and then you see the music video, then you better understand this artist, and you better know where this person is going. And so shit gotta be on brand. And that's, again, like, I was thinking about, like, the comeback season shit is like, was it on brand? I don't know. If he's snapping and he rapping and you got you and fucking Lil Wayne and whoever the else, but then I see it and I'm like, why you have a peacoat? Exactly. What the fuck is this? It's like, okay, maybe that shit not on brand. And it took people a while to be able to even warm up to Drake in that way and yeah. look at it because he was roasting his style every nigga got sweaters and shit. Yeah. Why is he always wearing sweaters? Yeah. Or whatever. Like, nigga was shit skin. Light it skin. Took his, yeah. Maybe that's it, bro. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I be, never man. took color into it. That's how, when I first seen him, I just took him as a light skin guy. I was like, light okay, skin. light skin, dude. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a tricky thing. So anyway, so I guess I was talking about the culture and shit. So that's so like that's where all of this other shit has kind of come from. Has been me realizing that it takes more than just the thing that I'm good at. It takes the thing that you're good at, the thing that you're good at, and putting all that shit together. And so if I have to learn a little bit more about a thing to put me in position to to convince you, like, oh, there is an opportunity here. If I, if, okay, you doing that, and I see you doing it on this level. I know I could take it to this level. Let me fuck with you. I'm let me come out. I'll do I'll do this for you. I'll be a part of your team and do this shit. And you do that, and then we'll figure out this business and make it work as we as it grows. And yeah. Now it's blessed. Yeah. Now it's blessed. Understand that. Yeah. You do you like the acting or the uh, <laughs> the music? That I, bro, I fucking love this acting shit. Yeah. Legit, I, I've, <laughs> I've taken the last five months of my life and like stopped doing music and stopped doing like, shows and all that shit to legit just do acting. And I went to this dope ass, actually right down the street. Her name is Leslie Khan. She's a magician on this acting shit. Like, okay, she a coach. Is crazy. Uh, like, right, like coach. She, she has classes. She got a whole ass like studio full of other people that are really great. But like, I took five months where I just sat with her and like le- legit let her teach me. And I took one class, my first class I took, and she was like, after the class was over and everybody left, she was like, I want you to stay. She told me like, you're a natural. Fire as fuck. She didn't say fire as fuck. She said, You're a natural. Like, I'm gonna fuck with you. I want you to take this class and this class, and then I want you to come right back to me. Don't do the whole class. It's a three month program. Just do one month because I want you to come back because I don't want anybody to fuck up what you already got. Yeah. So, and she's kind of, she took me in close. She didn't gave me furniture and some more shit. Like, she really fucked with me on that level. And I'm grateful oh, that's because it's one thing to like be doing some shit and trying to figure it out until you realize. Um, especially for me, what I realize is like, as an artist, everything that I'm doing is very similar. This acting shit is very similar to the music shit. It, like, you have to perform. You have to perform in a way that people believe you. Yeah. You have to be able to like connect feelings and emotion and thoughts and stories to each line that you say in that song, or else niggas gonna look at that line and then it's gonna go away or whatever. You feel me? So it's like, I'm more understanding how much performance is in it. And I feel like I knew how to make this shit sound good, but now I know how to, or I'm trying to apply all the things I learned in acting to make sure that it feels the way that I want it to feel. Not just that it's like, oh, that's a cool song, melody was tight, oh, he's saying some tight shit, but like, nah, I fuck with that nigga. Like, I heard, did you hear when he said, nah, nah? Yeah. that shit spoke to me, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel you, man. Like, um... I do remember the line on the uh, last season of Insecure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was going to be some bitches there. You got to know if it's going to be some bitches there. That's, I mean, I thought that's A1. And again, Issa wrote that shit. So God, it's relatable. For, you feel that's me? What, for like, yeah, again, it's like for giving me the opportunity to go in and do that one little shit. But uh, now she's tying that together in with the next season. I can't really talk about it. Yeah, that. understandable. But what I can say is it's a blessing to be back. And I get to do, you know, get to do the thing I'm good at doing. 
Yeah. Man. Yeah, man. We very proud of you, man. You, <laughs> very Any, proud of you. You see, are you, do you plan on doing more roles? Because it says you love it so much. Absolutely. I'm mm-hmm. locked in. Like, legit, after the classes, I was like, all right, let me, uh, let me get an agent. Let me get, you know, again, so I was talking with my G. It's like, I'm working now to structure the entire business that allows me to just be creative. Right now, with the culture, I've got like six different people that's working for me, like six different businesses that I'm partnered with to be able to make it go in terms of the way that it's going with the music videos that look really good and professionally done, and the photos, the social media experience, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, as I'm continuing to build this, I realize the more people that I have, the less that I have to do on this part, mm-hmm. and the more and that can I can be the, art. the yeah. actor, the more that I can be the artist instead of me being the social media manager and the fucking photo editor. Like, I do every single part right now. So, at what point did you realize it's time to start putting the team around us? As Okay, you know what? Actually, I have a really specific moment. I yeah. got, after this, like, five months of me just acting, and, like, every day you're acting, and you're doing, like, four hours of acting a day, and it's really strenuous shit. Like, even on the weekends, like, there's not an off time. Like, you're going every single day for however many hours on top of your normal schedule, doing all your shit. And I was doing the culture at the same time. So I may not be making new music, but I'm making visuals, but I'm releasing merchandise, but I'm throwing events. I'm doing all this other shit while I'm doing this four or five hours of acting a day. And I got sick as fuck. Right after the class was over, I got sick for days. And when I got sick and saw the entire business slow to a creep Mm -hmm. and stop... Is yep. when I said, like, oh, shit, I'm still very much so hands-on. So even though I have a photographer, my photographer, I have to contact him and, like, figure out whatever to be able to set that shit up instead of somebody setting up a time and me being able to arrive with the photographer. Then I get all the photos back, and it's 500 to 1,000 photos, and I got to go through, and I find 40 that I really like. And then I edit all 40 photos, and then I got to go through again and figure out which 10 I actually liked out of the 40 that I thought I liked. And then I got to fucking, then I put them in my phone. I got to do more shit because every time I post on social media, you have to hear my voice. That's my thing. My thing is my voice. I'm a fucking singer and a rapper. Then every time you see a post, my voice has to be on it. So now I got to like make it a thing that moves and put the song in the background and do whatever to make it the quality content that I feel like people who fuck with me are going to fuck with and going to keep them on my page and keep them listening to this little loop on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so it's like there's so many different steps that go into it. That like, that when shit stopped, and when I got sick and I saw shit stop, is when I was like, oh shit, I need three more people that are just doing all that shit I just explained right now, because I can't have time to do that shit and do whatever. Basically, I want to be able to get sick and the world not stop. And the shit not end. Just like a good business. Just like any business. The manager at Burger King getting sick. You still gonna get a burger. You feel me? Everybody gonna get burgers and they gonna be just, they're gonna taste the same, they're gonna come out just as fast, you're gonna be ready. And so I realized, like, oh shit, I'm I'm doing a good job because I got more people than I had before. But also, in order for me to actually do it as well as I want to, then I have to let go more. And there's just so much ego in it because I just feel like I'm good at everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, nah, I'm going to be able to do it. Like, I videos, I did my first few shits, I didn't. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> he instantly was giving you away. Like, yeah. yeah I've been listening to Let's let somebody else take like, the pictures. Yeah, nah, I got the pictures. I got the pictures. You feel me? It's exactly. like, legit, every single part, I'm like, I can do that shit. I have the vision for it. I know exactly how it goes. And what I had to realize is, 
although I know how it goes and I actually may be able to do it, I'm not going to be able to do it as consistently as I would like to because I got so many other shits I got to do. I'm going to have to edit this. I'm going to have to post this. I'm going to have to put this. I got to make sure that that's all uploaded on all these different streaming platforms and ready. And the launch of this got to be good. So if I'm doing all of those things and I'm still trying to make sure that we got all this extra content, then it's going to take away time or energy from me that I, that I can't afford. And so I was like, oh, shit, all right, instead, let me find more people. And the thing with that is, like, as the more people that you find, you have to respect that they do not see it as well as you see it. Even if you're a great communicator and you sit there sharing, yeah, as a, like, I want the photos, do this, I want whatever, fuck, they still have to grow in, into the vision that you have for it, but also into the vision they have for themselves. So you think like, oh, I'm telling you, gonna do it, and you get it back. You're like, yeah, this yeah, is not yeah, what I fucking want it. And it's like, month one, it may not be. Month two, it's gonna be a little bit better, and you're gonna be able to go through and say, oh, see, you did this, I didn't fuck with that. Oh, these three that you did right here, do all of them that look like these three, and you're gonna yeah. be able to kind of continue to do that. And four months later, now you feel you have this synergy with this person because they're growing at what they do, even though you already know exactly how it goes. You know how it goes because it's a special thing inside of you. But you being able to communicate it and groom other people to be just as amazing and then outgrow your vision for what you had of them is like masterclass man shit. Yeah. It's masterclass business shit. It's masterclass human shit. When you can see how amazing some shit should be and see that this person can do it and then walk them through and be patient with them as they reach that goal. Like there's nothing higher, I feel like, than like helping other people reach their maximum potential. And so I'm a stepping stone. Like I've got people like people that did my first video. They're from they went to USC and they, they did some shit. The song was called TMD and it's got fucking explosions and all that shit. <laughs> I, it was their first video, too. After they did that video, they were able to like play it for TDE. And now they doing Kendrick Lamar videos. Mm -hmm. All the shit that they've done. They just did all four Doja Cat's last videos. Fucking every other person from TDE, Isaiah Rashad, Schoolboy Q, all the fucking all the shit that you see, eighty percent of it is done by this company called Psycho Films. And all of it started because they didn't have no videos. They heard my song, was like, yo, we can do some fire to this. And so now from that thing, they've used it to show to every single company that came after to say, look at what we can do with no budget. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine if you would have said no. You feel me? Nah, yeah. I'm good. Like, yeah. y'all ain't yeah. got shit going on. I don't see what the fuck y'all got and I'm straight. Come back when you got something. Exactly. Yeah, then not. Not only does it fuck me up, but it fucks them up. Yeah. Very Got true, man. Opportunities. Kind of what we was talking about before we started. Like, I'm going to fuck with you. Mm -hmm. You know, that... We got this thing going on. We're going to yeah. kind of build together. Let's figure it out. Yeah, we'll yeah, figure yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That was exactly. Joke. So what's coming up, man? Anything? I mean, you know, I got the show coming up in February. We're going to be releasing a new, uh, um, kind of like premiering a new song, kind of, that's going to be on the TV show, which is okay. a blessing. We're going to have a new music video for that song that you're going to see. We're going to have some more uh, merchandise going to come out that is like specific to that moment of me being in season four coming very soon next year 2020 um full length project uh but again i do the culture i don't know if i really explained it but yeah yeah I, I wanted to get yeah, to we that because i think we talked about it before exactly. so yeah. the culture is uh, so firstly i guess the thought process behind it i feel like we don't um as black people don't have a like actual structure that is a black owned thing for us to do all the things that we do so in, for any culture there's always music 
There's always somebody playing music, whether it just be somebody in the motherfucking park, like I'm saying, in Lamert. You always have music there. And that's the basis of my business is the music. So it's the first thing. Then I do visuals. We always need video. We need video of any kind. We need content. We need to be able to share shit like this. So spoken word is perfect. Um, the third thing is merchandise. Uh, we all have to wear clothes. To be a part of being a part of this community, to be a part of this club, you gotta wear clothes. And then we always have places that we go to, like you know, the water hole, the fucking pond, the motherfucking whatever the fuck. Like we always have those places, and so it's like those are I feel like are the four basics to any culture, to any successful culture. They have those four things together. And so I decided to name this company the culture as a part of a subsidiary of my uh, father company. It's called Casey's Casey Way Company. And so it's like just just a part. And the prayer is right now it's like a magazine, online magazine at DariusLogan.com. And you see like different covers of all the things that I release. Like you'll see a, uh, a monthly cover. And it'll, you know, I say the culture on it and it'll say what song we're releasing and it'll say where the event or when the event is and what like the theme of it is or whatever. Like each of the, you know, kind of headlines are all a part of the uh, the magazine. And so it's really like a, a magazine that like has continued to grow. Like we're going to do news, like I, I, but I feel like we don't have a news place. Where do you yeah. go to get news? Like black news, not like just... <laughs> Not, not the like shade just, room. Exactly, not the shade room, not just like <laughs> pop culture news. But like, where do you go to get actual ass black news? You don't. You go to CNN or you go to ABC or you watch channel, whatever the fuck. It's like, we don't have a black place for all of these things. And I feel like we should. Yeah. And so because we don't, um, it's like me either partnering with people that I think do really amazing shit or starting it. And then finding people that are like, oh, I really want to write written, written word. Dope. Let's get you doing some three pages a month, four four pages a month for this magazine that I got going on. Let's get you doing whatever and like again en enabling people to do things they already want to do. But it's a blessing because the more that it grows, the more that we get black people here doing it and working on it, the more that we have a chance to like actually establish something that maybe five years from now, ten from now, is just getting started and it's just getting popping. But fifty years from now, it's impactful and it's the place that you go. But the only difference between you know anything that's going on in Hollywood or anything that's on TV right now is those things started a hundred years ago, yep. so we were born into them, and they're almost like generational things that we passed down. Like McDonald's, like McDonald's started, we was a kid. McDonald's was already popping. Yeah, you exactly. know what I'm And so it's like, so we may not be able to like convince everybody who's alive and who's popping right now to fuck with it or to fucking buy black or to work at black places, which I think is way more important than just buying black. Oh yeah. That's another, That's another subject. You feel me? <laughs> but like on top of all that shit, if we can like plant the seed now, start that shit now, start to build it now, then like years from now, it will be the place that black people go to get their, you know, content or to get their music or to get their news or to get, whatever clothes they're gonna fuck with or whatever that is related to the brand and so it's like Welch's started off as like a family that like just had a grape yard and like started to sell grape juice you feel what I'm talking about yeah. so it's like everything that you do it's like what do I already have okay I'm good at making music I could do this shit in my sleep alright cool so like that's the foundation but like, as you continue to grow how do I make my last name Welch's or Casey how do I make this something that will continue to impact for generations to come and it just takes the work and the patience because we want to make things that like impacts the world today but we don't realize like the long game is really how Wells Fargo got us it's really yeah. how Chase and JP Morgan got us is because 
They've been doing this shit for so long. Consistent. They ain't fucking have no humongous spikes. Ain't did nothing crazy. They're like, oh, I think I'm going to go get chased today. Like, they ain't yeah. did nothing crazy that, like, yeah. really spiked it. They just stayed doing it. Louis Vuitton just stayed doing the same ass shit. That's how it is, man. You, and that's how you build your legacy, though. All yes, simple things like that Facts. and consistency. consistency. I, I'm not sure who said it, but they say you die twice in life. You die when your heart start beating, and then you die the last time somebody ever says your name again. Damn. And that's the death, wow. you know, you got to go oh, after. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Facts, though. That yeah. shit is powerful as fuck, but, like, that's the, those are the times. And, like, I don't even think about my heart stopping. I don't yeah. even think about it. I got a son already. You feel me? I'm trying to have, I'm trying to have 92 more children. I'm lit. I mean, yes. You feel me? Me and my wife, we about to turn it up. <laughs> so, like, I'm chilling, but, like, I know that as long as I um do little small things that I'm doing right now and consistently do them and I put it that I change my son's playing field <laughs> was there anything else you wanted to talk about man, man let our I listeners just, know I man I want to make sure that the listeners know how blessed they are to be just on the planet at this time like I don't think people really understand like this is a great a time really special yeah. time to be a part of the shit because now is the first chances where we really have roots in whatever thing that we want to do. It's kind of fresh. It's kind of fresh right now. Like with some of Tyler Perry kind of starting this shit. We got Issa over here like speaking and building our black women in such an amazing way. It's like now more than ever, we have the access to like be great. And I feel like before we had to like fight through all these walls and do whatever the fuck. And we're still going to be fighting through some walls. But we're like, I guess now the, the biggest wall is ourselves. And before, it wasn't. Like, legit, niggas, no matter how many times people could say, like, the only thing you gotta do, like, that's some white shit that a white man told to oh, another yeah. white man. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that shit wasn't us. Because we were sitting there, like, we gotta they be They the only thing you gotta do. Then we I gotta be y'all. Shit. Then we gotta do what you feel me? So yeah. it's like, again, they had this this uh, privilege that, I guess, again, now they're coming to the awareness of, like, oh, shit, like, I'm, I am privileged to be here on a place where... I'm catered to in this way and these people are not. So you start to realize that, but for us, we have to continue to realize that it is our chance to really establish all of the things that that a hundred years ago Louis Vuitton did or yeah. whoever. Like this is our time. And we're gonna be able to establish it because beyond everything else, we're seeing our power. When we turn around yeah. and we look and we're like, Oh shit. We're being represented man. on T V Everywhere you go. That L.A. positivity, bro. Yeah, man, you dropped a lot of jewels, (laughs) man. They're going to get a lot out of this one, man. I mean, I wish they could have been privy to what we was talking about before. But, I mean, you dropped a lot of jewels real deep, bro. I I pray that it blesses them. I pray, again, it blesses me. I think about this shit all the time. Like, when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling whatever the fuck, when I don't want to release it or whatever, I'm just like, all right, like, nigga, remember, like, this is the chance. Yes. you, like, today is the best day to do some real amazing shit. So do some really amazing Every shit. day above ground is a good day. That's my favorite quote. I love that. One of my dogs I just met, he he says, uh, I came here with nothing, so everything is profit. Yes. Mm. That's that's hard. Yeah. So he was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, damn. Yeah. Nigga, yeah. You I, can, I can hear people writing these down right yeah, now. Yeah, that nigga's my affirmations for the day. We have a lot of tweets coming <laughs> in. Hold on, hold Taggy boy. So yeah, the actual taggy boy, Darius Slogan. Oh, we definitely would. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, man. That was our kicking shit segment, man. Uh, stay tuned. We're gonna dive right into this rundown. 
All right, man, that was our interview with Darius Logan, man. I know the audio may sound different, but we was out in L.A. with it. Uh, shout out to uh, Lawrence uh, for letting us use that studio out in L.A. over there, 6820 Sunset Boulevard. If you're in L.A., hit him up. Um, and I didn't get the name of the studio. But anyway, we're going to dive into this rundown segment. Oh, and one more time. Shout out Darius, man. Thanks thanks, thanks for doing that for us, man. We really appreciate it, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hit us up, kickashitpie at gmail.com, and let us know what you think. Now let's get into this rundown segment. Y'all ready? Let's do it. I'm All ready. Right. All right. First of all, the Reed, uh, the Rodney Reed petition. Where we, where we at with it? Y'all know the story? Yeah, I know a little bit about it. Rodney Reed was sleeping with an officer's wife. Mm-hmm. And the way the story played out, it seems that he got pinned for her murder based off evidence of a semen sample. That's the quick version. Yeah. Um, I guess they had just slept together the night of her death. Yeah. But what I understand, her husband is a racist guy. Yeah, and that um, he might have been on to what they were doing. Yeah, and then um, he's he's supposed to be getting the death penalty, but a lot of evidence has come out since that trial that you know basically saying that he's innocent. It don't and sound like he would want to kill the woman. He wasn't trying to be her husband. Pretty much, he like shit. She got good. It's my side shit. Yeah, like she got some good. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to get rid of this. Right. <laughs> She'll text me. She'll bother me. She just knows she wanted to come through. That's all he was really looking for. Exactly. But, yeah, so now everybody's signing this petition. I don't know if it's going to get anything done, um, but I know Kim Kardashian's involved. She's good at getting black men out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> Got to love her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she is good at I don't know if she get this thing out of jail. We'll see, man, but I didn't sign no petition. I didn't either. I, didn't I don't even that. know where to sign. I didn't either, but I, I, I don't think it's going to help. I feel like so many people have the opportunity to, um, what is it called? Like, rent? Is it, it's not, yeah, uh, it's clemency. I think clemency is they drop the charges, and then the other one, I forgot the other pardon, is you're still a felon, but you out of jail. I think a lot of people had the opportunity because he's been in jail for what 20 years now, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Why are we just not hearing about it when we so close to the deadline of when he about to die? It should have well, been I mean, pushing heard about for it. it. Oh, I had never, I had never heard, heard about, about it before. It. They brought it up a while ago, but they, I think they wanted um Brock to. Oh, to okay, do it again. okay. And I, but nothing happened. And now we're what, like ten days away? The yeah. Last time I heard it was sixteen. Mm-hmm. So we're like ten days away. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. Good luck, man. Um, she gonna make a good ass movie. It. Yeah. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, Jamie Fox. <laughs> Go ahead, get ready, <laughs> You already cast it. <laughs> All right, man, let's take it to New Jersey, where a young man about age 21 went to a party, got a little drunk, took his little, I guess, friend or girlfriend out back, and um, had some consensual sex that ended up in death. Um, the girl mm. apparently was asking him to choke her. See, this is why I don't like choking women. I don't be choking, though, chicks. I, I mean, I choke them, but I don't, cho- yeah, I don't, like, choke them to death. That nigga killed the pussy, literally. It's a, it's a certain way you're supposed to choke somebody. So. Yeah, I just put a nice, like, you know, my hand there. I ain't about to hurt you. Yeah. There was this one time. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <nigga>. <laughs> <Cross> the esophagus. <laughs> well, my hands got a little too tight. And um, she had to use her hands to pull my hands off. I was like, oh, I am Damn, sorry. was you mad at her? No, I got into it. I was started off light. Mm-hmm. Really, I was leveraging mm-hmm. myself. But right. I Jeffrey yeah, Dahmer. Yeah, all right, you know what? <laughs> I'm not gonna be the New Jersey killer here. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer ass nigga. No. I mean, I've been choked really hard one time where my chest is sore. 
mm. because of the amount of pressure he was like putting yeah. with his hand. What was oh, this? I got you. I Did got you, you stop it though? I mean, I tried. Hell, I was starting to see the white light. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was there a safe word? There was, there was no way to say words. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta throw up a gang sign. <laughs> it was like, oh my god! Stop everything, go crip. <laughs> <laughs> Stop choking me, old crip, nigga. Like, what is happening, Lord? <laughs> All right, um, but that happened. Uh, <laughs> All right, um, who we at? Who we at? Who we at? Who we at? Um. I don't think it should be charged with manslaughter. I did want to say that. I mean, it was an accident. Me either. I think he I just think gotta he prove it. To punishment. Yeah, because they're looking at it like you killed somebody, bro. Yeah, you have to, we gotta do something. Do right. He just gotta prove that she asked to be choked. So maybe bring in some of her previous sexual partners and be like, "Hey, did she ask you to choke her too?" And I think he'll be free. Think so? Damn. Yeah, he's still gonna get. Can't charged. do nothing freaky no more. He might get probation. You can just don't go overboard with it. True. And, and don't even yo. I wonder if she came at least it. before she oh died. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go out. You safe? You safe cards like soccer? Like red is stop, <laughs> yellow is ease up, green. That way, if you're getting choked too hard, you could just be like, uh, gotta do something. Just stop choking. It's like, what do you tell the family? Yeah, the truth. Like that's always one of my, you know, biggest fears. Like, oh, I died having sex. Nah, yeah, nah, like nah, that. Nah. That funeral got to be crazy. Well, there's nothing you could do. Gone too soon. Oh, <laughs> nasty ass. <laughs> I told her ass not to go. <laughs> oh man, yo, you two are stupid. <laughs> oh man. Alright man, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings asked a black family to move their seats because <laughs> their regular didn't want to sit by blacks. Hey man, <laughs> oh, sometimes I don't want to be sitting around no niggas either. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, I got about four kids over there. I know they're going to be they complaining didn't have a lot to of the kids. waitress. They have a lot of kids, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to fight me. <laughs> We're going to have to fight. If they, before they, if they ask you to move, yeah. I yeah, feel you. I'll hey, turn um, place. If I'm there already, I don't care if you're a regular. This Buffalo Wild Wings, niggas ain't cheers. Right. <laughs> Food ain't even that good. <laughs> no, it's not. Exactly. It's not. Food is not. Oh, buttery that ass good. wings. It's not at like, all. No. Yeah, but apparently, I think the person got fired, and now they're doing um, what is that? Uh, ethical training now at the oh. Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like, come on, you should know better. Why do y'all need? Why do y'all need nigga sensitivity training? I hate that shit. Like, who knows? That's not do nigga sensitivity. And then it'd be a white person teaching the class. And I, exactly. <laughs> And then the class is never about black and white. It's about all kinds of sensitivity training. Yeah. You've done the sensitivity training. Oh, yeah. Know? It's about Muslim and Hindu and black. And, yeah, they were like, they were like, David brings a picture of his domestic partner, Paul, to work. You view the picture. David really wants you to see it. What do you say? Damn, nigga, Paul look good. You did a good <laughs> yeah. job, bro. Like, I really I like your family, Paul. <laughs> These y'all kids? Yeah. <laughs> It looks just like y'all. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> what asshole rolls up and says, nah, it's just not right. Like, yeah, come on, man. Like, like Dave, get I your fucking gay ass out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, does but apparently people do it. True. So, all right. Um, T.I. is having his daughter's hymen checked at the gynecologist to make sure <laughs> she's still a virgin. That's the headline. That's the clip. I don't have a clip. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard the clip by now. With yeah. Instagram. So stupid. That is definitely what, retarded. What, what's your father like when it came to you and your virginity? Was he like... My dad knew none of that. 
I mean, granted, my parents divorced when I was like 10, 11, but nothing. My daddy, did, knew, all he knew was if he got the medical bills that I went to the doctor. Okay. Good. But calling me about, oh, is she fucking or not? No. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my I, sister was a teen mom, so it was oh, like, Oh, yeah. Ah. Your sister older than you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to know either. I'm not taking my daughter to the gyno to check anything. Um, I mean, except for her health. I, I don't. That's. That's between you. If you want to share it with me, maybe if you want to share it with your mom, and she can share it with me, so I can freak out in front of her and not in front of you. Because if you share it with me, I gotta walk out the building for a minute. Like, oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I, it's nothing you can I'm, do. I'm like, who was it? <laughs> I've spent the last maybe five years of my life accepting this truth that's coming. It's definitely coming. And I've been just getting ready for it. I've been practicing in the mirror, like. Oh hell no! Nah. I don't, don't want to know. I want to assume. I'm like, nah, she ain't, she ain't fucking yet. I, I don't want to be blind to you. I'm not like I'm not one of those people who like to be blind. Like I want to, like I want to know. I don't want to know. I just I'm not gonna set myself up to be mad. Like you fucking, like duh, nigga. What was you doing? It's 15, 16, yeah, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I, it's still dads out there. Probably their girl go to college and they like, you're fucking in college. Like duh, nigga. <laughs> Her friends at this point have finally convinced her to do it. Like, hey, girl, you should get you some dick. Nah, <laughs> I'm definitely not telling my kids that no. shit. No, I'm saying her friends. Oh, oh have yeah, friends her by definitely this get you. Friends no, the family should her. never be convincing you to do anything. But take your ass to school, take your ass home. Yeah, we don't be worried about them boys. Yes, I I think as a parent, I'm gonna just be open minded. And I want to be open and honest with my kids. So I just feel like that it'll come naturally mm-hmm. for them to want to tell me about stuff like that. I'm but, trying I mean, that I'm, same shit. Yeah. yeah. Some people got that relationship with their parents where it's just it's just like talking to one of your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how me and my mom Yeah, because you know they ain't going to judge you because they know you. They know how they raised you. Girl, we here now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we shit, here me too. Now. Ain't nothing we can do about that. <laughs> right. like, Mom, I had sex last night. Shit, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ti apparently is, he's controlling. Right. I can see that. I he's can see that. But it was like a, did you can fuck bitches. He did uh, Miguel's uh, wife's podcast, and that's yes. when he was on there talking about it. They just took the episode down now, right? Because of the outrage. Well, he's controlling. Because when he was fucking bitches, okay. Then his wife was like, well, let me go fuck Floyd. He was like, oh, no, that ain't gonna happen. Oh, yeah. He got a little man <laughs> complex. And I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Now you want to control your girl. Okay, you can't control that little girl, man. Like, let her go. Exactly. And she probably already fucking, be real. Yeah. <laughs> was she 19? And he's smart enough 18. to handle 18. it. 18, okay. She might not be. And it could have been for jokes and funny games. I think it was like he was for real about what he was saying, but he could have just been saying some shit to be funny as well. Like as far as exaggerating the story, I don't know. I'm trying mm. to give, I'm trying to give him some bail. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so he you, even told Tiny to have her vagina is healed. Damn, that nigga. I wish I would fix my lips to say something like that. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, no. Whoa. For real, for real. Uh, okay. All y'all ladies that got crushes on Ti, this was y'all. This what y'all gonna get? Mm. Controlling. Over <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, man. They say Puff has the greatest air music. Who said that? I have no idea who said that. I think it was a genius write up. Somebody wrote it up. Was it Vince Staples? And, nah. Oh, okay. I love Vince Staples, but it wasn't. I know they did an interview him and Puff. Um, I was th- it was Puff's birthday this this week. Mm, okay. He turned fifty. Um, but I can think of a few people. Who were better than him But I do think he made Hip hop mainstream Yeah With the samples Um 
making it a little bit more bubblegum. He made it more, is it palatable for white people? Yeah, he was taking he their hip- songs and sampling them. And I think he made it more where they could, because like N.W.A. was popular, but that scared white people. Yeah. It's almost like rock music. It scares people, so you got that poppish sound that you get to blend, mm-hmm. so it doesn't scare the masses. And he even did a remix. Oh, yeah, he did invent the remix. <laughs> but there's a few people I think are better. I think Timbaland is definitely yeah, better than say he got when the, it comes to this. the better ear, but he's definitely pro- maybe the be- one of the better businessmen. Or have a, like, he can see an artist and see what he can make of them. I think he might have a better vision that, or, that way. Each artist he had had a hit. Even if they crashed and burned, they at least had one hit. G-Dep had one hit. Black Rob had one hit. Danny Kane had at least one hit. Day 26 had at least. Like, they at least got one hit. True. Out of the whole thing Now as far as the rest of the shit mm, But they at least got their one hit But I wouldn't say greatest ear Because you think about artists that Timberland has worked with Or either put on They've continued to thrive Yeah, You know what I'm saying And the people that he worked with do really well Like Justin Timberlake, Missy yeah. Elliott, Aaliyah uh, Yeah which, which, who he, which he took from I guess he took from Mark Kelly uh, Thank God as he should. <laughs> Thank God we need, more, more people should have did that shit <laughs> We all wouldn't be in this situation right now. <laughs> what, not being trying to decide should we hit play, yeah. play on 12 play? Every time I hear R. Kelly, I'm like, damn, should I be listening to this shit right I now? Nah. Yeah, and I'm like, shit. I'm like, come on. Nigga, everybody's still stepping in the name of love. Not me, bro. You can't. I can't. Why you, I just feel nasty. The yeah. song. You Come on, man. Like the song. When you hear that song, you move. You want to. You can't I help like, it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but if you're at a place skip. you can't, well, you know, I haven't heard R. Kelly in public in a long time. Yeah, because people are scared people, to play him. I've heard people try to play it, and it's just like, you are disgusting for this. Yeah, uh, that's uncomfortable. We just, if you got, if you had a time to enjoy R. Kelly, just appreciate that time that you had because you can't do it no more. I let it go. Unless you like getting freaky with your girl and she cool with it. I can't even. Uh, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I had to go through and remove some off the playlist. Like, damn, it's got to go. Because you be mid-stroke And she be like uh-uh True. <laughs> This ain't happening uh-uh. Yeah this is just sick Everything that he did is just sick And I guess once you start thinking about it And you keep hearing his voice Oh I forgot you was here Hey <laughs> yeah, she up there You scared me <laughs> uh, But yeah you hear his voice And you start thinking about Oh man this nigga had bitches on leech- leashes and shit Oh no the whole time people <laughs> oh, uh, No <laughs> Um, who are we at with this? Popeyes? Y'all been to Popeyes this week? Boy, no, I ain't going to Popeyes. I love my life too much. Exactly. They're <laughs> out here dying. <laughs> messing their cars up. The video of like, the nigga, you still making payments on that bitch. That nigga is wildin', bruh. Nita has taken the liberty to show me a video of a white guy, a lady getting slammed by an employee over this whole podcast. That's one of situation. the most viral ones. That one. My back hurt. Did, her, did she bounce <laughs> up a little off the ground? She, she tried to. She tried to. She was, like, oh. she was in there talking shit. She called the man a nigga, apparently, and the man apparently. wasn't having it. And he told her to slap me, bitch. She wouldn't slap him. Uh, so then she got her sandwich and walked out. But he was like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> you about to get this work today. He said, I am not my ancestor. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you put her in a suplex, dropped off the ground, didn't have the nerve to ask her. Oh, now you act like you hurt. Like, duh, nigga. Damn geriatric. <laughs> 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 what are you going to ask me that shit? 
the, the uh, <laughs> caption was like somebody's grandmother and it just yeah oh people came in with the comments oh what if that was your grandma my grandma wouldn't do no stupid shit, shit like, like that hell no my grandma wouldn't even be a Popeye's uh, boy, my grandma chicken there. tastes better than that right. boy going <laughs> up there and get me some Popeye's that's exactly what you would have heard that <laughs> is funny man but y'all keep eating that chicken sandwich I ain't gonna lie I wanna try it somebody died like over it. one man yeah somebody got stabbed over one cause I guess he tried to skip the line and but he was like, nah, ain't no line skipping. Could you imagine that played out sim- like cinematically, like you skipping the line and nigga like, nah. He like, the shame. He probably would have been good if he didn't talk shit back. But I think when the dude was like, you all right then, nigga, let's go outside. Oh, Stab the shit out of him. Man. Is it all- going outside? And, and either I'm like, bro, I've been in I line. Get out of line. <laughs> nah, it ain't worth it to me. <laughs> no. And to note, it's not just us. Cause that was a white lady who called the black dude, or the, we don't know. Oh yeah, bro. But so think about it. Us. You hungry? You've been in a line for an hour and a half. It's gonna be some tension. Yeah, it's gonna be some tension. But make a better decision for food. Like it's so much food out yeah, here. Yeah, Chick Fil A just over there smiling. Listen, we know you came to Popeyes because of the craze, right? Yeah. So eat before you come. Bring snacks, but your own. It's like it's like camping for Jordan. Yeah. Like. Bring your snacks. Get ready. You know what I'm saying? You got your spot in line. You got to wait. I'm Don't sorry. Don't go hungry. Don't go hungry. Yeah, you got to wait. I'm sorry. You here for the craze. Yeah, and I'm pissed off if you want that eight piece with the, uh, what is it, oh, a tea and some waiting. biscuits and two sides. Oh, but maybe they're doing that. Like, hey, if you came for the sandwich, get in this line. Hopefully. If you came for regular food, get in this line. Hopefully. I hope they'll put it I'm pretty sure not. Yeah, you don't you're think right. so? It's fucking Popeyes. I mean, you're a, right. A drive-through. They only got one window. Yeah. You can't get in separate lines. And you know they oh. out there with the iPads like Chick Fil A. <laughs> nah, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A oh, be out there with the iPads. <laughs> yeah, In and Out Burger can get the iPads too. <laughs> Chick Fil A, you can't unmatch customer service. Yeah, then I saw well, a Chick Fil A commercial the other day. I said, look at Chick Fil A killing them. While, while people out here really dying over chicken sandwiches, they had a uh, Chick Fil A commercial where they um, this guy found out that his wife was pregnant while he was in the drive-through at Chick Fil A. So when they had the baby, the Chick-fil-A employees went over to the hospital and brought them like chick- chicken trays wow. and stuff. I'm like, look at Chick-fil-A. No, but I really think they, if my coworker, he said if you go in there with the like expecting dad or mm-hmm. they said they really do give you the dad's a meal or something. Oh, for real? Oh, that's look at Chick-fil-A. That's I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I keep great. eating them heterosexual chicken sandwiches at Chick-fil-A. I don't care. <laughs> So. <laughs> All right, and uh, let's see the white lady versus the cat. Oh, the meme! Yes, very funny meme, man. Let's have a little fun with this. Give me your top three. All right, one of mine was um, I posted it yesterday. Um, she was yelling. I think it was the actual video. So where does this come from? What is this white lady screaming? Uh, so that's Real Housewives of Orange County, I think. And she's screaming at at one of the girls on Orange County. <laughs> it's basically saying, you know, uh, you don't know me and shit like that. And then the cat meme is a separate meme. It's a cat that's um, his his owner's trying to feed him vegetables, and he's like, the cat doesn't like vegetables. And every time they put vegetables in his face, he makes that face like in front of him. He makes that face. <laughs> so then, and then they somebody just. Brought both the memes together uh-huh. and created the greatest thing of 2019 so yeah, far. Yeah, they, they're closing this shit off right, man. Two more months left in the year and they're closing this shit off right. All right, let me start with one. Um, I think this was my favorite one. Uh, here it goes. It's a remote. It's the white woman. Uh, and then the cat says, Mo control. control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> all, <laughs> all right, let's bounce one to Nita. Nita, what you got? Um, the white lady said, I stay with my baby mama, but we aren't together. And the cat <laughs> Homeless. <laughs> <laughs> That's all facts. That is facts. <laughs> that is definitely facts. 
What else we got? Uh, oh, this one. White lady's like, sleep over. Cat's like, spit in the night. <laughs> <laughs> The white lady says, I'm pregnant, and the cat is gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, nigga got ghost on him. Mm-hmm. Zillow said my house is worth 400K. Cat goes, 150. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. I think I got one more, man. All right, what you got? One more. Um, it's Top Ramen. Oodles and noodles. <laughs> facts. Facts. Mine it's says, um, you told me you went to Yale. Says, bitch, I said, I went to jail. <laughs> 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 bitch, I told you I went to jail, man. It's funny how things catch on on the internet, though. Right. <laughs> Quick. And it'd be the, the simplest shit. Yeah. You never know who makes these catch. memes, though. I want to know who makes these memes. They should get paid. They should. Like, they got meme creators, but they be wanting to charge niggas to use them. I'm like, bruh, I just had a good idea for a meme, but I ain't about to pay you for just it. Just use an art. I got this art thing that I edit shit with, so you could use that to make a meme with mm. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Fuck them niggas. Um, Chris Brown had a yard sale. Do we care? Um, shit. Why not? <laughs> All right. Chris Brown, R&B singer extraordinaire, had a yard sale this week at his real residence. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically said, y'all can come through, get some designer clothes and everything for a low price. Uh, and the line was like all the way down the street. Nigga pissed his neighbors off and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, if you don't wear Chris Brown size, why the fuck are you even going? Thank you. Uh, to upsell <laughs> it. You. Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if he had like some stuff from where he wore on That's tour. all I kept saying, saying to myself is like, he's 6'2". Yeah. I seen a little buddy in line, probably five. Six. I guess he gonna flip it. A forty. Because he wasn't even. He was there. They say he'll pop his head out every now and again, but he wasn't like doing autographs or nothing. But the like aerial view view of the house, like that, where the yard sale was, is like nowhere near the house. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> it was like a colder, he has his own colder. Yeah, there's a colder. Oh, out okay. It's like up the house is up the hill. House. Damn. Of course, of course, I googled the house when they dropped the address a long time ago. Oh. So yeah. it's like down cars. Like I said, you know a nigga live here. It's down cars in like the fucking cold oh. sack. <laughs> fucking cars that don't work. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, some niggas still here. Uh, last but not least, man, Whitney Houston's bisexual lover is coming out. Robin Crawford, uh, Whitney's trainer. She's dropping a memoir called A Song for You. Duh. She's telling it all. Goddamn it! It drops November. 12. Bobby Brown already told us in the Bobby Brown <laughs> biopic on BET that they was fucking. I just wanted to know why she well, was <laughs> Yeah, like why? Well, apparently Whitney first tried cocaine at 14 with this young lady. Also had her first kiss at this time. Little blow, little kiss with a girl. Yeah, hey man. And she liked it. We all seen Moonlight. Uh, you know what? Speaking of Moonlight. <laughs> I still can't get over the beach scene. Yeah, that's like that almost made me turn the movie off. I thought like, this movie ain't that gay. It didn't have that part. You ever seen it? No. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> it's a coming of age story of like a, a young gay boy mm-hmm. in uh, Miami, and I knew his friend was gay the whole time. And so they went to get away from the hood, and they went to the beach, and they're laying out there. He gives him a hand job, and yeah. he left confused about how he should feel about the experience. But I bring that up. Just to say, boy, wouldn't it be nice to receive some type of job with that type of view? Oh, get a hand job. <laughs> get a hand job or a blow job on the going? beach. Yeah, that's what this was going <laughs> That would be pretty relaxing. 
Some type of job. That would be pretty like, relaxing. If you go it to Myrtle pretty. Beach and you get up early enough and go out to the balcony, you can probably get some head on no, the balcony. No, not the balcony. <laughs> I want to be on the actual sand. Uh, nah, you can't do that in Myrtle no, Beach. No, it's dirty. Yeah, exactly. Well, Miami Beach. You'll get up and go have some one of them um, plastic things to hold the cans in your ass. <sighs> I know. Or a condom. Yeah, our old ass condom. <laughs> but that was my thought. Um, that was it. That was the roundup, man. Um, we're gonna go ahead and dive into Miss Nikki's corner. Can I can I go two for two? You said it was. Damn it. Kinda, kinda on point. What it do? Still not there. I got to get used to the second page of this shit. You can't mark them. Not really. I might be able to in the other program, but I still got to figure out the other program. I got you. What you doing if today? I could get a pad in the other program, then I could label it. And if I could get an ox, because it has an ox. Alright, man, today, in honor of our special guest host, Miss Nita, who we've been wanting on the show for a very long time. Yeah. She had a podcast called A Shot of New War. And on A Shot of New War, a lot of the times, not a lot of times, some of the times, I don't think it was a majority of it, but a lot of times they were very sex positive on that podcast and they explored a lot of uh, kinks, twists, sexual conversation. I'm going to be honest, my favorite part of the podcast is literally catching up with y'all every week. Oh, your dating lives. Their, yeah, <laughs> your lives. Like that <laughs> dating life stories more so best. what I was keyed in on. But I'm like, yo, women really out here living like this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, all facts. <laughs> so I was kind of into that part. The rest of it, though, was dope, too. Um, but I said, you know what, since we got our own, let's do something centered around sex. So this week we got, um, it's not even a game. Uh, we're going to talk about a few kinks. Um, we're going to explore, you know, whether or not we've tried them, something we thought about trying, and would you want to try it? So I'm going to start with the first one. The first one is voyeurism. Now, do we know what voyeurism is? I've heard of that. I've seen voyeur like when I be on Pornhub. That's like one of the <laughs> things you can search. Okay. But I don't think I've ever clicked on voyeurism or voyeur. Uh, what is that? Is that right. when you like looking at somebody have sex? So voyeurism. I do want to. It's it's when you want. It's either watching sex, like you watching somebody have sex. Now, this is what I didn't know. It's also people who like to be watched while having sex. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's either or either you are watching someone have sex or they're watching you have sex. So, so not porn though, but like in person. No, in person. Hmm. So yeah. Um, I think those uh, like sex parties would be considered because you get you can also choose to watch and not join in. So you can kind of get your voyeur on there too, from what I understand, from what I'm reading. Okay. But has anybody ever been a voyeur? Uh, yeah, I love being a voyeur. Oh, My for real? Thing. Oh, yeah. for real? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, she I guess did. when, uh, I guess what was the scenario that you were, were you voyeuring a, a, a significant other, some of your friends? Um. My friends. Okay. Um, I've watched several of my friends have sex. Um, and it, if you let them tell it, that it's I who gets it started. And I kind of <laughs> talk to them in a really calm voice. And I'm like, just do it. Just let it happen. You know, and can I watch? Mm-hmm. And they let me. Wow. Yeah. Um, is this, um, I guess, is is this one of those things done sober? Or is there sober, alcohol involved? Sober. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be sober for like seven I'm high right now. So last time you told me he was doing soberness. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of went out the window. For all <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely um, drinking, not intoxicated. Definitely, you know, um, consent and sexy. So um, 
So definitely under I like the that. influence. Consent is sexy. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Yeah, I, I like that too. Um, I'd be, but I don't think I could do it. First of all, I'm kind of like self-conscious about the way I have sex. So I don't know if I can let somebody watch me have sex. I don't know if I'd be fucking. I don't know if I'd be on point. I need to videotape myself really to see what I got going on. Mm. But I don't think I would be able to do it. I think I could do it if it's a girl watching. If I do it and a guy's watching, I can't know he's watching. Well, isn't that something else, though, if it's like... He he could watch, like, through the glass. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can have him with his penis out in the room unless he's just, like, going to sit there and watch. Okay. And then the girls that I'm with has got to be down for it. What's the difference between this and a cuck? Ah, see, that's where we're going. Okay. Okay. Let's go here. (laughs) Uh, Or should we segue into cucking? Let's go to the next... Yeah, let's see what cuckolding is. So, cuckolding is a manner in which you and your significant other... Um, find a person to fuck her, and you hold your dick while they fucking. Okay, <laughs> am I right on that? Um, or somewhat. G- give me. I more. mean, because so for an example, I have a homeboy who was uh, I can never say the word right cuckolding situation, and um, he came across a wife, and so the wife would kind of vet out, <clears throat> vetted him out, and then the details of like they had it all laid out how they like it to happen so Mm. the husband would like i think she wanted the husband to put his dick inside of her and he would be there and then um when they had um i think he has to take pictures and has to verbalize what he's doing to the wife so that the husband can kind of know everything and then at the end she wanted him to come inside her and then the husband would like lick it out oh Oh, yeah i've heard that i've heard that before god damn my vanilla so yeah (laughs) cuckolding can get really intense yeah and your friend was okay with all this not all of it okay he he was okay with some part yeah of course i don't want no other man putting my dick in somebody else's vagina yeah now that's he was like yeah that's a bit yeah like yeah all right (laughs) and i don't want you putting your hands on my dick yeah no No, i don't touch my dick b and then after you come and then he come over and lick it off i could i don't know because i'm leaving Exactly. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I know for me, I am out. I be watching like a dirty bad, ass man. porn, and I, I I nut, and I'm like, I am so disgusted with myself with the <laughs> right, shit I just right. did. I watched, <laughs> so I can just imagine, like, yo, I just really did this knowingly, knowing he gonna come in here and like eat it out his wife wife vagina. Yeah, that is horrid. Yeah. yeah, it can get intense. I mean, I don't think all cases are like that, you know. Yeah. Some just kind of look taste and know that, uh-huh. uh, like a lot of white women like black men. Ah, uh, yeah. So you know they'll kind of scout out, like you know, my wife she likes black men and let you know come fuck her or whatever. Yeah, cool I've seen that on Craigslist back in the you day. know, and it can just. Oh, be I that. saw that on Craigslist a I've few seen times it on too. A few times oh, looking for oh, black yeah. stallion. Yeah. yeah, looking for a black stallion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's on like it's like. Backpage. I used to read the ads on Backpage. Oh, the ads too. on Backpage are so, so like. I used to, I used to like. Backpage. I used to go to different cities and be like, let me see what they doing in California. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> y'all really out here. And Fat Life. Two fifty for you. Look for a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Too, so I don't know. What was the last one? Fat Life. Ah. They do that a lot on there too. So interesting. So I don't know if I would be okay if I was the white man. Like if that's my wife's fantasy, there. Like why? I mean, I don't think I would let her do that. But I guess he get off on it too, then. Right, definitely they do. Mm. My whole thing, ah, see, my whole thing is some of this stuff is cool when you just fucking. Once, once, once you pass just fucking. Oh, like y'all in a relationship yeah, or married? Yeah, you married to this woman. 
I'm human. But that's when people start trying shit. But right. I feel like <laughs> as a human, does it ever really go away? Like, let's say, like, all right, I was watching this uh, movie. <laughs> One of my favorite like thing to do is watch fucking black movies that like never make it to screen. Straight to DVD shit. DVD shit. <laughs> right. And so the movie was about this couple and the girl I forgot the name of it, but the girl wanted her man to be into her, but he worked so much. Now he wasn't cheating on her. But um she wanted to awaken that sex life and she noticed the way he was looking at her friend. And her sex life had been growing, so the friend started to turn her out. And she, like, got into voyeurism from watching her and her husband fuck. And so, eventually by the end of the movie, he, she, she, she had convinced, she was trying to slowly convince her man to be into the same shit. Let's have some girls come. And that's how she was starting it. Like, let's have some girls come and let them watch us fuck. Let me watch you fuck them. Let me put That's, this shit in my phone. Nigga. Um, yeah, so <laughs> what's the name of this? Yeah, I can't remember. It was a black movie, so he was. She it was, wasn't try, was it? Try to no, no, no. They had would, about twenty tries. Twice. <laughs> it, so it, it, she was getting girls to come fuck her husband, and she would just watch because she had gotten into voyeurism watching her friend and her husband fuck. So now she was gonna try to finesse it and say, "Hey, can a nigga come fuck me? You watch." He wasn't going for it. So eventually what happens is they set up this group thing with a couple she's been watch fuck and her and her man finally agree to it. And so I, she's like, I know you've been wanting to fuck my friend. I'm going to let you fuck my friend. I want to fuck her husband. Mm-hmm. And so they did the swap. Now, the crazy shit is he goes upstairs to fuck the wife. His wife downstairs getting torn apart. <laughs> like, you can hear this shit. And so, my man couldn't focus because he upstairs trying to get right. And his wife goddamn getting, and she getting get blasted like she hadn't got blasted before. Because he hadn't been killing. He'd been working. Yeah. Oh, so, my man is like, you know what I'm saying? It cuts, right? And I'm giving you guys the whole movie because fuck it. I don't know the name of it. I don't think you guys will ever find it. <laughs> but if you do find it, that's what's up. Hit me up. But... So he comes downstairs maybe the next day, maybe later on that week, and they're having like this, you know, the scene where it's a silent breakfast, nobody's yeah. talking. And so he's like, um, that's when she decides to like, yo, this is, you know, this isn't working. I want to leave. This nigga pulls out a gun and kills the bitch. Okay. What? That's how it ended. But anyway, my whole thing, my whole point of bringing that up is as lovers in <laughs> a marriage, that shit. So, right. like you guys would really have to talk about it and make sure you're mentally okay with it because you could not be mentally okay with it even though at first you seem like you're mentally okay. Like that's my whole thing. Like I, I would like a threesome, but I don't want it with my girl because she could be okay with it because she likes me. But who's to say that she's okay with it? She could push it to the back of her brain, keep moving, and we can continue to be happy. You get what I'm saying? Because mm. I could say, yeah, yeah, let's let let's let's do the reverse of that. Let let me and you know another random guy do you since that's one of your fantasies. But when it's over, can I be be man enough to forget it and mm. continue Maybe. being in a There's relationship? There's couples that do it though. Yeah, yeah there is. And I, I think I just you just gotta be on that. Y'all gotta be really on the same level, communicating wise, like. And know y'all strategy. Like this one girl I know, um, like her and her boyfriend would just meet meet the girls offline, and they would just chill with them one night, and then the next night they'll have sex. Gotcha. And they'll never talk to them again. Yeah. So that that's my whole concern with the whole thing. Uh, we ain't got to stay there. Oh, we can go to the next yeah, uh, kink. I was waiting on the next one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, the next one is role play. All right, yeah, I've done this a few times. Role play, role play to me is very vanilla. 
I, I now it is now that I know niggas out here putting dicks in uh, vaginas <laughs> for another nigga. Yeah, well, not even that. Um, just with with all the other things in the um in the spectrum, I feel like role play is very vanilla. But at the same time, I feel like it's something tough. Has anybody ever role played? Yeah, I haven't. You haven't? But I have like this whole scenario in my head. I haven't mm. either, and I have a whole scenario in my head. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, shit, I've done it. I don't think I never did like the dress up, but we, you know, got into our roles, you know. And what was your role? Uh, so I was, <laughs> you know, what's coming. I was the landlord. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm ready for that one. you can't pay rent. It was like, well, you gonna have to, you know, pay it a certain a certain way. How long was you acting for? Let me go. Well, you know, I'm back. an actor, bro. This is consistent. This is consistent. This wasn't the only thing we did. So this was oh, y'all was. This was just one of my favorites. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Landlord. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so did that start that day? Did it start oh, right nah, before nah. sex? Yeah, like, like right before sex. Right okay. before sex. Wow. You know, I, I picture you with a cowboy hat on. Nah, we, that's head, the thing because like, I never know what was gonna happen. <laughs> so sometimes it'll just be like motherfuckers start making a, a different voice. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so time, to, time to get in the role. Oh, so, <laughs> so was, this was y'all thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. <laughs> this is interesting. Yeah, so I'm like, oh shit, motherfucker, then change the accent. Here we go. Like <laughs> let, me, let, me see, let me see what we doing tonight. <laughs> who I'm going to be tonight. Who, who, who are we? <laughs> Whoa. That, but, that's yeah. interesting. That is fucking interesting, man. Um, it's definitely wow. fun, though, if you into it. Nah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Mine is the way I see it in my head is more drawn, long drawn out. Uh, like, you try to do a movie. Well, no, no, no. You, well, you know that's one of my things. I want to shoot a movie, but um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I imagine it like I set up a whole date of it. Like I'm gonna meet you out, and then we like get into our roles and like all day, and then we end it at the end of the night with like a one night stand. Oh, but okay. I know you, buddy. That's what I want to do. Where you go, like y'all go to the bar together, but separately. Yeah, and you pull up on her while she at the bar and just try to holler at her like yeah. you don't know about a drink. And yeah. then she come home with you. That's that's yeah. one of mine. That's something like mine. Mine's more so like at a hotel bar though. Mm. Uh, you know, and so they're talking and drinking, okay. and then you kind of slide them the room key. Yeah, that's Ooh. dope. <laughs> I, I like definitely that. Definitely undo that. Damn, she took my. Was, That's it. The thing is, you do some shit like that. You, you can't go home. in there and get no. <laughs> no, you gotta be all yeah. in it. You, you can't get no bad performance though after you role play though. It's like y'all do all that and then you get up in there and you come in like thirty seconds. Oh. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But that's why you I feel like the role play kinda intensifies it. Yeah. And it, you know, Definitely. start with the mind and then get to the body. So it should That is be true. Amazing. Great foreplay. Yeah, you probably definitely gonna foreplay for at least thirty minutes to an hour. <sighs> Downstairs, yeah. At the bar, right? You could do I some things. Nigga, I know you, Nabbit. Let's go. <laughs> let's get to Nigga, it. I was just with you this morning when you was getting ready for work. Like, what the fuck? Why are you trying to drag play, this out? But that foreplay, like, let's get it. <laughs> Interesting. I never heard a girl say that. What? Hurry up, and get to it. Yeah. Uh, there is a, a limit to the foreplay with women. Ready. Yeah, it's, it's a they don't <laughs> they don't I need. Come, I feel you. Me too. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, there is a limit to it. Um, and I don't want to sleep with you. I want to go to my crib. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. Spoken like a true single man. I love it. <laughs> um, water sports is another one. Now, water sports I thought was like surfboard. Nah, like being squirted on. It's more like being peed on. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, there was a better name for it. I'm gonna let you two wow. talk. Wow. So getting peed on. Hey, R. Kelly did it. 
let me not talk about R. Kelly. Right. <laughs> Leave him. Uh, what's my boy name that just got caught doing it? Cuba Gooden be peeing on women. What? No. Yeah. Uh, 15 you're women a, that came out. You're they a, all got peed on? You're yeah. Or he want them to pee on him. Europhilia is a fancy name for water sports, golden showers, or the more direct name, pee play. This is, it's, <laughs> this play. is, it's peoples who find urination sexually arousing. There are a lot of things you can do with urine, though the most common way to enjoy pee is to give or receive golden showers. Mm. So I want to give one. Do you? Do you think you can fix your, your yourself to pee on somebody? Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. I don't think so. I think she can. She's so <laughs> easy. She's so easy. Definitely. I could definitely pee on somebody. I'd be excited to do it. Like, come here. Do you, like, still <laughs> fuck with the nigga the next day, though? Uh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on that. No. I was like, yeah, yo, uh, piss smelling ass. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> pissy boy? Yeah. <laughs> So you can pee on them, right? And not fuck with them the next day. If you peg them, do you fuck with them the next day? No. Okay. I mean, but that's just me. Yeah, well, no. But that says a lot to me about the whole pegging situation. No. <sighs> Tell me why. But, well, as far as for me with pegging, I mean, because I, I really want to make you like my bitch. Mm, See? I got you. But, so I don't even know if I would want to like peg like a, a masculine dude. I feel you. You know, like and for me to be with somebody, they gotta be like you kinda you gotta be dominant. Mm-hmm. Because I have such a dominant personality, you have to be really dominant. I ain't trying to peg like a dominant man. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So are I you, got you looking for So some- you wouldn't peg somebody you're in a relationship with? No. No. So you looking for somebody who you feel that you can dominate. Yeah. And how would you know that you could dominate them? Um, I mean, like I said, I already have a dominant uh dominant personality. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of just I guess tell when somebody's a little bit more submissive than you, like you know how y'all men do. Like, let me mm-hmm. see how far I can go. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. And if I can get this far, then I'm gonna keep going. I think that changes per woman. And I think that changes per interaction. I can say Maybe in the first two months, I might be, I might seem like you could get me to do some things, but in actuality, I'm not even that way. I'm just trying to really be nice right now because nine times ten, I'm a no first guy, so I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna tell you no first. That's just my attitude. So I'm, I'm more dominant. So, I mean, I, I feel that. So how would you, I guess, how would you vet that? If it seems to be that way, then you try it and it don't work. Then is he more dominant than you perceived him to be? Well, first off, I don't know what the word no is. <laughs> Let's start there. Most Secondly, women don't. Nah. I was like, what is he saying right now? Um, but <laughs> conversation, and, I mean, communication is really, really key when it comes to, like, pegging somebody. And then trust. You know, so, I mean, it takes, from the situations that I've seen, it takes, you know, a lot of vetting with, you know, are you okay with it? What are your thoughts behind it? You know, just like with eating ass. You don't just dive into it. You know, you kind of. What do you think? The vice versa? <laughs> like well, for the female. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Sometimes. You know, you kind of just add. Because we seen how Pastor Wilson did that. <laughs> he went in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> or even with like sticking fingers in a dude's ass. Like you got to kind of. Oh, yeah. You definitely got to ask shit. me for that shit. Women are better than men with this shit. Because I just do it. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah, but you're not trying to accidentally get punched by a dude. True that. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah okay, okay. I feel you. And Who's I guess it? maybe women are a little bit more used to being like whatever the guy want to do. So yeah. if the woman is initiating this, the guy, you, you know, the guy got to be comfortable with uh, it. Yeah, he's not used to it. Yeah, okay. he's not used to, hey, just having a random finger in his butthole. 1,000%. And I got long nails. Exactly. You're going to sever somebody. <laughs> <laughs> which, which before we leave which we kind of left water sports but i take it you would you pee on a chick i, I can't I, I just can't fix my penis to pee on somebody would you get peed on uh depending on what her diet looking like for real though. the <laughs> furthest i've gone is to is to be squirted at you know what i'm saying like when the squirt is coming just be all in it but not directly on my knees getting peed on no just if it's if you're squirting i'm taking all of it i'll swallow it but i'm not finished swallowing all right pee. nasty nigga. I'm, just, I'm just can we be <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> but that other than that i'm not you know what i'm saying i, nah, I don't pee on i can't bro. be peed on i just thought about it i can't do it <laughs> i just can't do it not, uh, and i don't, i probably could pee on the chick if i'm drunk enough i mean I but i'm still fucking with her the next day like I, I no. I'm fucking with you the I'm next day. I'm about to block her ass huh? on everything. I'm yes. Oh, I'm, there you go. I'm fucking with her the next day because if you like this, you don't like a whole lot of other shit. Right. <laughs> that is well, true. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to look at it. Because now that I think about it, I feel like there's somebody in my past I probably could have pissed on and been like, all right. Yeah. Just go take a shower. Please. I'll see you in a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. They could take three showers. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> For water sports, it was an anal play, which was one of the other ones we had, which was really the last one we had was anal play. Yeah. And we've already we already know Anita stands with anal play. We do? <laughs> because do we? you just told oh, us about your oh, pegging. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, in my head, I was thinking about for myself. So okay. Nita, let's flip this. Do you like the the reverse? Um, so no, but I've tried it once. It and it actually got in and it was going. But I felt like I had to poo the whole time. Mm. And so it it took away. I feel you. <laughs> it took away. So I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I feel you. I, you have to prepare for it. Like, you really yeah, need to prepare yeah, for it. You yeah. don't need to just spring that Be, on yeah. somebody. <laughs> Yo, let me get in that ass. <laughs> I've done it a few times. I don't know what they did prior to that day. I don't know if they had plans to know I was going to do it. Women have some of the cleanest butts. Exactly. Now nah, I didn't eat ass, of course. I ain't ate ass in a while. I'm like on that eating the ass. I'm not doing it no more. I've probably been painted but... one time sticking <laughs> my finger in an ass. Just one time. Oh no, nah, I ain't never did that before. Yeah, I stuck my I had to stuck some fingers in some ass. You see the thumb? Yeah, my finger was in there <laughs> and then it was like real lubed and then like I was just sticking my finger in the butt like just to play with it. And then I remember taking it out and we're still doing it and I cause I smelled something and I was like, the fuck Dang, is going you ain't rubbing against your oh. eye, did you? No, that's what I did. I was like <laughs> and, so, and so I finished And then I went to the bathroom beat. And look I said yo I would never tell her This happened She would never know Hell nah <laughs> wow. She about to You got to learn today But she wasn't ready So yeah. I don't blame her She wasn't ready I don't She should have tightened that booty hole up When she felt your finger Tuesday. Exactly she, right? Like I said She didn't know I was gonna do it You, oh, know you just kind of like Yeah Nah, I was just I was just playing with. I I, I usually if I'm eating or if she I'm from the back, then, I start bruh. playing. No, nah, but I think this was like the me starting to initiate playing in her ass like that. Because okay. normally I lick it, but I wasn't putting my finger in it. Like that was something new. Nah, at I got that you, time. Man. So, but back to you. My fault. What? Do I like butt stuff? Of course. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now the flip of that. Do you like your butt play with? Uh, I do like you know getting my ass ate occasionally. Mm-hmm. 
not all the time though like on special occasions like you know what shit i want to get my ass ate this weekend okay yeah. i heard it's great let me eat kale and stuff be right all right uh <laughs> <your> diet. <laughs> but as far as stuff going in there shit man uh i, I don't think i'll ever get pegged oh i try finger if that's what my girl really, really, really want to do, and she I likes, keep noticing you saying your girl, so it ain't gonna be a random joint. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. the random joints, <laughs> all the random joints out there listening, like, ooh, oh, yeah, gotta make if it. That's what she into. <laughs> then I'll try it for her, but I don't, I don't see myself like doing it, doing it on a regular basis, unless we tried and I like this shit. Then I ain't against it. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so one sided because when it comes to that, because I don't want that going in my butt, but I'll play your ass all day. <laughs> Uh, and so I know that's not fair, but that's just me. It just depends on your partner too. Like most most females, that's like girls that like sucking dick but don't like to get ate out. Like it's weird people out there like that. Yeah, I feel like with anal play, either they haven't been introduced to it or they've been introduced to it in, improperly. And so, like I said, I pick my points when I'm going to try to play with your ass. I'm not just going to play with your ass, and it's in vain. Most of the time, I'm doing it because I feel like it increases the orgasm. That's what I feel like. I feel like it intensifies an orgasm for a woman. They say if it does it for a man, I feel like it does it for a woman. Okay. Well, when you're playing with it, like when you give a head, that's when you play with it? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, because you can, it kind of. And not the whole time. Like the closer I feel she's getting to coming, then I. Well, why you don't stick your fingers in her vagina and then I, play with it? Because that mm. take you. I do both. Oh okay. Oh, you got Damn, one. Sometimes I be in fucking like, like this. Like that. Yeah. One in the pink. Yeah, you got. Yeah, right here. And you got. And your neck hurt. <laughs> oh, you doing a lot of work. Yeah, I see. <laughs> I be trying to see what I, what I, what I can nah, get out. I, I got the osteoporosis. Well, like a butt plug in there, and then the mm. you know do the fingers. That's that. That's that. Um, I feel like that's that relationship stuff that. Cause you can't have toys with girls that like random. I have like several sets of butt plugs that I don't even use because gotcha. I really don't care about like <laughs> anal stuff. Yeah. But you know, it helps with the feeling of double penetration. Ah. And so it feels really amazing. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. No right, taking. Yeah. I've, I've learned a lot from you with on this whole sexual subject. Exactly. I, just, I gotta go invest in some I'm butt plugs. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, have to. Go this is. Some. This is um. This is very enlightening. I'm gonna order mine from Wish. You know they sell everything. Yeah, Wish do sell everything. <laughs> 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 Go on Amazon. Nigga, go straight to the Asians for this shit. <laughs> Fuck right. them. Don't take too much to get here. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, that was it. Those were the kinks. I think that was good. Anybody got anything they want to throw out there? I wanted to ask, like, what position do you get your ass ate in? Ooh. Like, I've always wanted to know. <laughs> good question. Like, how dudes do it? Because I've seen it in several different ways. I've never gotten, like, on my knees. Usually, like, I'm on my back, and it starts, like, at some head, and then I kind of, like, lift my legs up a little bit, letting them know, all right, go a little, bit, go a little <laughs> go down. Little. And then I'll tilt up a little bit. I'll toot the booty up a little bit so she can, <laughs> <laughs> so she can get a good ankle. But I'm not going to be on my knees. Like, I'm not going to be on all fours. I'm going to be on my back. <laughs> I love it. Imagine, nigga, if I, yo, she she a beast. If you on all fours and she in your ass, bro, she's a beast. I'm <laughs> yeah, like she's a yo, she's a keeper. Matter of fact, he might be. she might go to bat. Yeah, she's a true like. Yeah, exactly. We go to cheesecake factory next time. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, I, level up. He would get drunk and get on all fours. Like, you can go and play. And I'm like, okay. Ooh, oh, that is that's interesting. Wild. I don't know if I you can. You know when you get on all fours and then you can jack it while you Oh, yeah. It. And so he was just like. See, all right, so it does that's sound like level. it's better. Yeah, I just you can get in there. I'll be, be blocking myself. I'm like, I'm really on all fours right or you now. Can do, what is it? The Paul Morgan? Is that what it, you had? The oh, one leg the uh, one leg up? Yeah. Oh, Paul Morgan. Oh, the Captain Morgan. Yeah, Captain Morgan. Yeah, all right. I, I can see that. And you go on the edge of the bed, so yeah. you put your foot on that, and then you can kind of like, she can kind of. That's a good it. angle, actually. You can yeah. probably really get a lot done. And so it's not like you're being. Oh, I can know, play with escalated. myself while she's eating my ass yeah. in that same position. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. 1,000%. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Captain Morgan. <laughs> all right. Maybe one day I'll be able to get over my anal play fence, but for right now, I don't even want her licking it. Uh, you know what? I gotta Why find. I gotta find down? somebody I don't really like to do it. <laughs> oh, oh gosh! Because oh, if good. I really like you, then I'm like, uh. you just gotta drink oh, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> relax. Yeah, definitely gotta relax, look, man. Look at them relax. coercing me into this. Do it. You right. just need a girl that's gonna slide her tongue down, just real quick. Just yeah. <laughs> I had one do the gooch, and this was years ago. And oh, was, you never oh got your butt ache? No. Oh, I, I thought had, you had. I had one do the gooch, and I was kind of mm. like. <laughs> she <laughs> like I was like, Ooh. she was about to rock Ooh. your world. You didn't even know it. Hey, hey, hey! Let's do something else. Hey, hey, hey! What it do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna dive into these awards, though. Anything's possible. All right, uh, we're gonna start with the real. Damn, did we ever get a real nigga of the week? Uh, was I supposed to find it? Oh man! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I had one. I just didn't know it. Real nigga of the week. Meanwhile, during this commercial break, I want to shout out our sponsors. Go ahead. Uh, Sally's Lube Supply. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sally's Beauty Store, the Lube Supply. They yeah yeah they sell lube in there, not just hair supplies. Because women not only need to get their hair done, they need an orgasm every now and then. And sometimes those Trojans just dry your woman out. Try Sally's Lube Supply. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. I don't have anything else to fill it. Well, I think maybe the young man that slammed that older white woman, maybe that was a real nigga move. Yeah, because sometimes you at work, it's like, who cares about the elderly when racism is involved? Exactly. Well, I don't give a fuck about your old racist ass. Why should I? You the reason we here. You the reason I'm working at Popeyes for minimum wage. Y'all been holding us down for years. Land on land on land over years. Exactly. Like, why the fuck am I here? So call me a nigga at Popeyes. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Rest in peace to her vertebrae. Uh, Dunce Metal. Shout out to Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters. What do you do, bro? Dion Waiters, you know, uh, shooting guard for the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, he had some medical issues. At least that's what the team was saying. Mm-hmm. And then a uh, story came out about the medical issues. Uh, he was on the team playing, and he ingested an edible and mm-hmm. had a panic attack. Oh, shit, bro. Damn, bro. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to buy your edibles Shit. from a, the proper oh, source. Bro, just don't be smoking everybody weed. Don't be eating like everybody weed. Ah, bro. You're not about to die, nigga. Just high. Exactly, oh, yeah. Bro, you know how play. it is. <laughs> Especially when you get high with somebody that's never been high before, and they acting like they high. And they don't know, yeah, you're not yeah, high like, like, bro, that's not how you're supposed to act when you high. <laughs> you actually, <laughs> yeah, that's not it. Calm just, your ass down. Yeah, just chill, bro. Just, just chill. chill. Just I remember the first time out. I got high, I was acting like I was high. <laughs> I wasn't enjoying being high. I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do when I'm high. So I laughed at everything. Ha ha ha. Yeah. This weed trash. <laughs> <laughs> Just chill. 
All right, man. And uh, this week's person of the week goes out to Fawn Weaver. You might say, jump man, who the fuck is Fawn Weaver? Fawn Weaver is bringing light to the slave who helped Jack Daniels start his distillery. Mr. Nathan Green is the first master distiller on record in the uh, United States. The first black master distiller on record in the United States. When she was doing her research, she was so inspired by this as she sat down with hundreds of his relatives that she opened up the Nearest Green Foundation. It's a nonprofit. And under that nonprofit is a scholarship program for anyone in that bloodline to go to any school they want to fully pay. Um, she also launched the Nearest Green Distillery. So if anybody wants to go visit that, that's in Shelbyville, Tennessee. It opened September 14th. And you can find Uncle Nearest's whiskey in 6,000 stores and bars across the U.S. As well as 10 different countries So go get you a bottle of that uh, Uncle Nearest It ain't uh, uh, partnered with Bacardi like uh, Duce That was a shot uh, <laughs> Go get you some of that, man Check that out You think they got it here? Uh, I was going to go check my damn self Go to the ABC store and see what they got I meant to offer you a drink before you left But when we done, you, you I got Maker's uh, I got some. Yeah, you just got me in here sober. Yeah, yeah. Get up. Because wow. we do, we normally do this sober. Really? Yeah, we. That's amazing. I say, I say, <laughs> we, I say, he's probably done the most unsober, but we mostly. Do I'm this usually high too, though. So oh, okay. Yeah, but we yeah. were never sober. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So this was great. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time, now every now and then I have a drink. Like last episode, I had a drink. Yeah. That's probably my seventh episode. I had a drink. So. And you can keep count. Oh my god. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Movie minute. Let's uh, do with it. my boy Jukebox Johnny hit the uh, You can't hit the website The website's down The website be back At the beginning of the year But uh, movie minute uh, Let's do it Strip Y'all I'm holding Alright, go ahead. Remember how you was talking about you like to watch um, black movies? Yeah. Just stupid ass black movies that might go straight to DVD sometimes? Of course. I think this one actually came out in theaters, but it should, if it came out now, it would definitely be uh, straight to Netflix. Uh, uh, how to Be a Player starring Bill Bellamy. Def Jam Recordings <laughs> tried their um, hand in making movies and they made this movie. It came out in 1997. Mm, 1997. I, I was a Thundercat. Ah, I, was a, I was 10. No, yeah, I was 10. I was 12. Oh, wow, we old. Yeah, we old. Uh, but it stars Bill Bellamy, and Bill Bellamy is a successful young black man, um, and his goal is basically to hook up with women, uh, and he's a player. He's the uh, player in the title. Mm. Um, and then the movie is about his sister and her friend trying to get him caught up in being a player. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever seen this movie before. I'm sure you have, yeah. back in the day. Um and then, like, throughout the story, it's, like, him stopping at his different chick's house, doing things, almost getting caught up with Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac's in the movie. I tell you, motherfuckers. Yeah, Bernie Mac dropped one of my famous lines. I still say Badussy to this day. <laughs> <laughs> if you love the word motherfucker, make sure you go watch a Bernie Mac movie. Ah, uh, Soul Man. Yeah, Soul Man is the best because Samuel L. Jackson say it as well, very well. Yes. Um, but does Dre end up getting caught at the end of the movie? I can't tell y'all that. Y'all got to go to Netflix and watch it. Really? <laughs> That's what she does did. he? I really don't know if he did either. I need to go watch I it again. He doesn't get caught at the end, but it's like an extra scene at the end where he does get caught. Did you just tell the end of the movie? Okay, I did. 
So, well, I, I felt like I wanted to tell you because you said you couldn't remember. <laughs> you could tell it. <laughs> Yo, the movie meant to be funny. <laughs> I like, won't tell you, but. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I go check this movie out. I ain't going to give it five ways. I ain't going to give it four ways. I give it three ways. All right, man. That was the movie minute with uh, Jukebox, man. Listen, that has been episode 79 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Kickin' Shit Pod. That's K-I-C-K-I-N. We all know how to spell shit. Pod. You also hit us up in the Gmail, kickinshitpod at gmail.com. You can also write Miss uh, Miss Nikki on her Instagram, M-I-S-S-N-E-W-B-O-U-R-G-I-E. If you have any suggestions for the corner. Um, once again, I want to shout out Darius for joining us on the show. Y'all go stream his music. Uh, search Darius Logan. That's D-E-R-I-U-S-S. Hold on. Let me just get that right. D-E-R-R-I-U-S. Logan, L-O-G-A-N. Um, his Project LeMert Park is one of my favorites, but he has a lot of music online. So take your time. Go listen to some of it, man. It's great. It's real good. Trust me, you'll be happy you started listening to it and i want to shout him out again for giving us that great interview also want to shout out miss nita for joining us today on the show miss nita we appreciate it you were you did you were fun you were fun thank you 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 were fun fun. um what can they find you on instagram twitter wherever you at you guys can find me on instagram at southern bell nita i am fun on instagram my stories are always lit so follow me and jukebox what can they find you at bro um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. J U K three B O X J O H N N Y. I'll just be trying to post thirst traps to see if girls will slide in my DM. So okay, I enjoyed a few of those this week. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I was working hard this week. I was like, yo, <laughs> I see. I seen when you was going the one in the gym with the with the black one with the headband. Yeah, like, oh yeah, he got him off that one. I did. Got him. Off. I was <laughs> like, all right, know this one. All right, you sometimes you know you got a hit. <laughs> and I was like, this is it. Oh man, it's your boy Jumpman Jones. You can find me at Soul Train Company on Instagram. That's Soul like the Soul of a Shoe. And you can find me at Soul Train Co. on Twitter. Normally I have a quote for you niggas this week. I'm just going to say this, man. If you let her pee on you, my guy, <laughs> <laughs> be prepared for the shame she will give you afterwards. Because she didn't really like you like that. She just oh. wanted to get that piss off. That is true. We, we found that out today. Yeah, we found that out today. Sometimes she just got to pee. Also, consent is sexy. That was one of my favorite ones. Consent is sexy. And mm-hmm. fellas, we do have something to consent to. Don't let her just stick her finger in your ass like that. No. Exactly. No, you 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 give her permission. Respect your it. body and your butt. Yes, respect yourself, fellas. It's just a booty haul. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, man, I'm going to jump up out of here, man. We will talk to y'all next week. Daddy, are you on the radio?